0: On this episode of the Star Wars Time Show, Nick is back and ready to attack this week's slate of Star Wars topics, which includes an actual major announcement in the form of the Bad Batch series coming to Disney+. Plus. They'll also talk about Lucasfilm at SDCC at home, some Thrawn Ascendancy action, High Republic leaks, they're, ESB Macon Bank, they're, they're and a new Afro Audio Adventure. Before the fan show. segment in Question of the Week, they'll also riff on the possibility so of that Moff that Gideon being... Being force exciting. sensitive. And finally, after a Battle of the Basics updates, the duo will heap praise upon this it, but... week's top five plus one Star Wars fan artist features of the week. Cue the music. People are very interested to check us out. Just not come back. (laughs) All right, here here we go. Hey now, everybody! Welcome back to a brand new episode of the Star Wars Time Show. And look who's back. He's over there. I'm pointing the wrong way. I never get that right on camera. But my co-pilot is back that's right chewy has flown back in from where'd you go louisiana louisiana yeah the 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 bayou he did some craw fishing some (laughs) noodling who knows what he did but he's back and he's ready to talk star wars and that's a damn good thing because it gets kind of lonely doing this thing by myself. I was relying on the Fandos, aka the assholes, the peanut gallery last week, and they were relatively quiet. I didn't have much to chat about, but uh, I down. still, yeah, I still managed to vomit out over an hour of uh, single player content. But fear not, Nick is back. And we actually have some legit Star Wars topics to talk about this week, dude. Yeah. So, um you went away and the Star Wars news came back to play. So we have plenty of things to get into here. But before we get into the details, I just want to let everyone know the Fando's in here or our assholes. Yes, you, Greg. And no, you're not in Star Wars Time Show jail. I don't really even know where that shit's coming from. We love Star you. Wars time and the show. And the shot I just featured of Greggy Boys is hand, hands down his best shot of all time. But it still wasn't good enough for Nick. Take it up with at that Nick C. I don't know what to tell you, Greg.
1: Man. Yeah, multiple. <laughs> Greg is a
0: multiple-time top five right. entry, so he needs to. But he get, he gets butt hurt a lot. So he does. we he does. love you, buddy. We love you. Keep lighting your equipment on fire. Keep burning mm-hmm. shit. Keep trying to start another bushfire in Australia. Yeah. Uh, but anyways, uh, what, what I want to actually announce is something that everyone in the chat here, in the live stream at, at least, has been waiting for, for months at this point, point. and that is the fact that the motherfucking hats have been ordered, and they are being shipped to Star Wars Time HQ as we speak. Nice. 20 hats in total all right we're gonna do a a limited run here and no these aren't gonna be handed out for free we already give you a ton of shit for free right yeah who's (laughs) paying our motherfucking bills yes look
1: you know the the first for those of you who got (laughs) the literal first front of hats i mean that was something that matt and i did when we went to celebration last year just for fun just to see if right you know if anybody even noticed them Nobody did, nobody knew who we were, (laughs) but
0: you know, some people. I did. To, I did have one guy come up to me and act like we were an existing thing. And who knows? Maybe he he thought SWT was Star Wars Theory. Yeah. But I remember it very distinctly. I was wearing the hat, you know, mm-hmm. front facing. Comes up, and he's like, "Hey man, where'd you get those? Those are nice." I said, "Oh, you know, it's 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 Star Wars time. Get with it, because there's always time for this motherfucking Star Wars time. So, uh, the hats are coming in. I need to figure out a, a way on the site, StarWarsTime.net, to uh, basically set up a store. Uh, I, I've got some insights from our buddy Jack over at X clue magazine. Uh, if you've gone over there to pre-order some of the new uh, issues, which by the way, you should go check out right now. Issue two is up for pre-order in print and the digital version is also out. And <laughs> I have to say, Nick, you know, we, we did that article on the black series box refresh, right? Yep. Yep. And I, you know, I kind of took aim at Gregory Titus's art uh, a lot of the community, they're they're a big fan of it. it, it, it I'm not saying his art is not good. It, it is great looking art. I've I just never. It's like, hey, it's 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 grayscale. It's on a black box. So what. So even in my article, which we kind of split up, and and really, you guys should go read the article because, by the way, some of you are in the article. Yeah, I if used you didn't know some that.
1: quotes uh, from you know. We put out the poll: Do you like the boxes? Do you not like the boxes? Yeah. We also had the the post out there as well, gathering some feedback. I, and I guess yes, I should just
0: pull it up while we're, you're, we're you're talking the, about it. But
1: here in the magazine; they have some pretty uh, some some pretty good polls there from those of you who (laughs) left thoughtful comments.
0: Right. As I'm pulling it up, I'll kind of keep telling the story here. But anyways, Jack has all of us uh, contributors in a chat on IG (laughs) And he invited Gregory in because there's the whole issue. There's like a big interview with Gregory Titus, right? Yeah. And uh, he's in the chat and everyone's like, oh, it's Greg. Yeah, he's awesome. Greg, we love your art. We love your art. And I'm just sitting there going like, fuck, I hope he doesn't read my article. Titus (laughs) is like, who the fuck is Matt Haywood? Oh, man. I felt like such a dildo. But I mean, I I still stand by what I said. I just, I, I, I respect the guy as an artist. I think what he does is great. And everyone that loves it you know good for you but i, I just uh, his art in these magazines just never really uh, not magazine i'm talking about on the, the boxes, boxes just just never really did anything so i have the magazine up now hopefully everyone can see it uh one six shooters in here look at him he's so cool he even gets a an image he is part of the official team uh but we're down here too page 48 the black series uh refresh uh but as i said there there's mr black series and i just kind of mr shit all over his work but uh you know that's what happens when you when you say stuff on on a podcast or in an article you
1: know that's but that's you know the world of civil discourse is you can say that you don't like somebody's work it's not like you said that gregory titus is a shit artist he's terrible i never want to see his face again you're just like i am not a fan. like you even said you're like i'm more of a fan
0: of what's on the boxes now than his previous art so it's not like you were shitting on it it's just yeah, look, th- this magazine you know. is just beautiful so those of you on the live stream you're seeing this now uh hit up excluemagazine.com use their magazine tab uh and, and you can find the digital version and or the pre-order for the print. But here's our article right here, A New Era, A Closer Look at the Black Series Packaging Redesign. So as I said, Nick and I kind of tag-teamed this, not in the bedroom, you <laughs> sickos, but you know we teamed up. I'm the collector, so I kind of uh, took that approach and, and really how I perceived the box change and what it meant for my collecting habits. But again, if you just look at the magazine, Jack, the team, they do such a good job at at laying this thing out putting the graphics in and then there you go there is Nick's section fan feedback and some of you are in here we got scion russ belt mark walker visual force bud futu so not only do we lick your balls on our show during the top five we also get you into one of the greatest up-and-coming collectible magazines on the planet so you're welcome you're welcome
1: there we go so Definitely sense. check it out. I mean, Jack has put out some quality content for a while now, and it's really cool that he's gone like physical magazine. Like that's pretty. That's a pretty big step, dude. Is like going from like all digital to physical magazine. I mean that that is pretty awesome. And it's I well, think it's the apparently first
0: they couldn't see the magazine the whole time, so oh, uh, <laughs> who cares? But <laughs> they're, they're yelling nuts. at me. Hey, hey, dumbasses as i am trying to deliver a live unscripted podcast looking at a screen i'm not going to be looking at the chat all Can't right look so, at the chat the whole time it's also, a tough you shit you, know. you don't get everything this is the star wars time show by the way i mean it's not like we would ever have anything <laughs> pre-planned and working as is yeah so, this was definitely not uh, on the docket. Uh, you you know the drill you know the drill and this was a uh you know this kind of a, an off-the-cuff type of thing yeah, as bobo it, would say this
1: was a uh, this was a ploy to get you all <laughs> to go to the excu collective and look at the magazine yeah. yourself
0: can you see it now you cocksuckers the little <laughs> screen you see it now you shitheads there's your fan feedback i swear <laughs> to god you guys so, so
1: ungrateful these folks s-
0: such an ornery group of assholes yeah. but, anyway, but anyways, anyways
1: <laughs> the, the the 20 hats will be available we're gonna matt's working on the store end of it now and i will say if the 20 hats for some reason fly off the shelf and they're gone in a day then we may you know now that we have the the uh the production arm up and running with matt's right uh you know matt's and we're good
0: we're good my 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 stitcher she she said she's been ready to rock they're they're up and operational and honestly I think I started this last week, and outside of Nick's dumbass head, she's like, All right, let's go. We can get this done real quick. So. We'll, we'll see how it goes. I mean, I I, I still got to build in some shit into the website. This isn't just snap your fingers. I, I also do the website backend and all the fun stuff. So I'm looking at installing the WooCommerce plugin for WordPress. And if you are a WordPresser, you know what I'm talking about. But uh, I got that idea from our friends over at XClue Magazine. Even though Jack <laughs> doesn't really do any of it, he, he pays WordPress.com to do it. But as soon as he said WooCommerce, I was like, all right, I think I can figure that out. Yeah, so. A plugin, something like that. Uh, it'll be nice, and it'll probably just be PayPal. But I wanted a system like XClue had, where you can actually get an email confirmation, and and basically I didn't have to memorize and and keep a a paper list of of bullshit. Uh, yeah. Retail price, guys, I, I don't know yet. I'm not trying to make money on these hats. Uh, I mean, I, I'll sell them at cost if possible. I, I got to figure all that stuff out. Yeah, I, I don't see the hats costing more than 20 bucks themselves and then you'd have to pay uh, shipping, shipping wherever you're at so uh yeah this it, isn't a money-making venture this is just to uh, essentially shut like four or five of you the fuck up <laughs> i know right uh, and the funny uh, <laughs> thing is, is
1: the, some of the people who are fucking bitching already have hats <laughs>
0: oh they're not they're not they don't believe me that i, that I have the hats made i'm not going to pull up my email but they i i have they, them no we, we've made. been
1: in discussions matt, matt literally it,
0: it, the only me. reason there's a delay is because my man right here literally he has a i a, have a weird ass a dude. scientifically designed <laughs> dome that just does not work with the flex fit brand it does i mean vicky she's my hat lady she's like well There's larger flex fits. I'm like, it's not... He has a big head. It's just shaped odd. It's like (laughs) small. He has a small head, but it doesn't fit in the flex fit design. Yeah. Uh, So for now... The co host still doesn't have a a hat that he likes to wear. I'll see if I can
1: somehow, like, I know the type of hat that I need. I just have to find it blank. (laughs) And I don't know if they sell them
0: blank. I know. I'm telling you, she's she's such a great lady. If you could find her one and ship it to her, she'll get the damn logo on it. But I I didn't want to delay the main order any longer. So, those of you fando nuts out there, new listeners, we should have some Star Wars Time hats. They're going to look similar to this. You're going to have the domain on the back. then the swt on the front so uh, i don't know if we owe any hats to anybody i doubt it at this point in time Uh, and as i like to say you can all go fuck yourselves yeah all right, so let's get into this this news because I know we got to get through this stuff to appease the peanut gallery, just so they can hear us talk about them. But well, last week we got some insights into what Star Wars is going to look like at SDCC at home. That's how it's branded this year. Nick, there is no Comic Con in San Diego. It's all going to be online. And not that SDCC has ever been a major presence for Star Wars, at least announcing projects and whatnot. I mean, yeah, you get maybe an exclusive collectible or two to pick up, but Lucasfilm has kind of stayed away from SDCC for reveals, this, that, and the other thing, because guess what? They have their own comic-con yeah, called celebrations. so their
1: entire convention so
0: but that's canceled too i mean that that's pushed back i don't even think they're going to do anything virtual for that it's just gone yeah so it seems that they they are trying to get a few things here at sdcc um so up first here and i don't know how many of these are actual <laughs> sponsored by Lucasfilm outside of one. Uh, I kind of went through the schedule and just picked out stuff that I thought Star Wars fans would like because I'm a nice fucking guy like that. Uh, the Mandalorian is many gadgets you'll get on Friday the 24th. This seems like it's some sciencey people that are going to try to bring real-life science to the Mando in particular, his his weapons of war, so that could be interesting. Mm-hmm. Uh, we'll probably be talking about this one a bit more in detail, but they're going to have the Star Wars Doctor Afra audiobook. Uh, it looks like it's going to be a a little panel, and they're going to do, uh, yeah, just the people that worked on the uh, the audiobook. So yeah. more panel, and then here's here's probably the big one for you book nerds out there, uh, and this one to me is probably the most official deal at sdcc at home and that is the lucasfilm publishing stories from a galaxy far far away panel which is also going down on friday the 24th uh so big names here for the book people right nick i mean mean, tim zahn's massive justine is a big one Mm -hmm. i'm I'm trying to see if any of these others stand out to me rebecca
1: roanhorse is the one who wrote uh she wrote the novel in between tlj and tross um resistance reborn so she's she's pretty good out there um i'm not familiar with any of the rest of them but i mean if they're if they're all working on either have worked on or are working on star wars projects and it's going to be pretty cool to listen to their perspective on the new kind of expanded uh publishing universe for star wars
0: yeah. I, I mean, I think just as a non-reader, Zon would be the big draw for me just because oh, yeah. I mean, he's been around for decades. He created mm-hmm. one of the m- most iconic non-Lucas created characters out there, right? So mm-hmm. uh, I, I think he would be a good listen. But if you are into the book stuff, then uh, tune in Friday, 724 from noon to one. And then the last one, I, I just thought this, this could be fun for uh, mm-hmm. fans of, of both of these. I mean, I... I've said it multiple times during this quarantine and lockdown, but I've been going through, I've been watching old Star Treks on Netflix ever since they popped up. I went through TNG. I'm currently going through Deep Space Nine. I think I'm on like season five right now. Uh, Even the the CBS app, I had to do the new Picard and I'm almost done with Star Trek Discovery. And the shit that like new Star Trek, Nick is, is excellent. I've said it. Yeah. You know, I I haven't seen
1: Picard. I have seen some of Discovery and, it is, man. It's good stuff. And I've never been the type of person that's like, oh,
0: Star Star Wars forever. Star Trek sucks. Yeah, I don't. I'm not one of those fans. I, I might have gotten caught up in the debates like they're, they're fanboy debates, right? Yeah. We have fanboy debates in gaming consoles, shoe wear, sportswear. I mean, it's all dumb shit. Uh, you know, I remember days, Oh, I got an Xbox. Oh, I got a PS two. It's like, who gives a shit? It's like, wow, does it matter? Yeah. uh, At at this point in time, I got them all. guess what? I'm going to get the PS five. I'm going to get the Xbox box, 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 one (laughs) Xbox series too. (laughs) Doesn't matter. All right. I like them all. They, they give you a little bit of difference, but same thing with star Trek, star Wars. They're, they're different, but they're not, but they are. And and, I don't know. So I I just thought this could be fun to really (laughs) dive into the psychology of a a hardcore kind of Star Trekker and a a Star Wars fan, you know yeah. why? Why would you hate a Star Trek fan or vice versa? I, I don't. I mean, I, I've always thought Star Trek is slightly uh, just science nerdier, right? Yep. Uh, where Star Wars was more of the fantasy sci-fi, you know, kind yeah, of not, not medieval times, but you get it. You know, it's more, wizards it's more and action
1: and, oriented and it right. does kind of rely on those fantasy principles a little bit more of like a battle between good and evil. And you have these magic force users and these laser swords and all right. this different type of stuff. So,
0: and that's why I think the newer Star Treks like Picard and Discovery, I mean, dude, they're they would probably be rated R if they were movies. I mean, they they got the F-words, they've got decapitations, graphic violence. I I mean, the the new Star Trek has definitely been infused uh, with a little more uh, Star Wars flair, if you will. Mature
1: content, yeah.
0: Yeah,
1: yeah, man, I mean, I think it would be fun. I'm sure that there will be some, some fanboy, fangirl debating happening on this panel because you do have... You know, some some special guests that have been on both sides of the coin. So you have uh, Jennifer Miro, who is a voice actor uh, in Star Wars Forces of Destiny, the YouTube series. And it's also on Disney Plus. And then you have Todd Stashwick coming in from some uh, Star Trek Enterprise. So, um, you know, people from both sides of the coin. You also have uh, I like how they this new title, Pop Culture Psychologist, I'm not using that as to say it's not a real thing, but that's like an interesting yeah, yeah. name.
0: Sign me up, dude. I mean, yeah, I that like, sounds can, like can a fun job. That? Can Seriously. we can
1: we rebrand our podcast to say that we're both pop culture psychologists? Because I think we can fall within that realm. Um, but <laughs> but Trevor
0: have- Trevor brings up a good point in the chat here that that Star Trek there's a little more morality, and I agree. I mean, I there are times, especially now, where I'm watching Star Trek going. We as humans could never achieve what these fake humans have achieved.
1: Yeah, I agree with Where that. you have an Earth
0: where they got rid of, you know, pollution and, and violence. Everyone comes together. The whole purpose of the Federation is working with, you know, people of different color, different species, aliens, this, that, and the other thing. Like, Star Trek really does have a pie-in-the-sky vision of what us shithead humans could do, could do yeah. if we weren't shitheads. But yeah, I think bad. Star
1: Trek, <laughs> the, the Star Trek morality... Play is more focused on like global and interpersonal
0: morality so like right. it's it, it 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 gets away from all this jingoistic nationalism shit it's yeah. like everyone, people are people re- regardless if you live on earth or yeah. on this one or that one so yeah. and, i know now we're getting all tree huggy <laughs> but it, it, i mean star trek you look at star trek and there are times like man i wish i could live in in that
1: yeah and, world. in star trek world and then star yeah. wars star wars is way more focused on like personal morality you know, you all like the, the biggest thing yeah, for every family Star- drama, a bunch of yeah. cock
0: sucking Skywalkers and Palpatines that fuck everything up for yeah. hundreds of years. It's
1: it's always it's it's more focused on the struggles that each individual hero or yeah, villain has right. more than how yeah, you know, there's the, the there's no harmony
0: and, and unity in Star Wars. It, it's the opposite. I mean, Palpatine. If he showed up in uh, Star Trek land, in their galaxy, he would just start nuking every planet. Yeah, He'd he be like, just, oh, you guys let aliens in your forces? There yeah, you go. See layer, Death Star up. Beam. Eat it. So uh, I, I thought this would be a fun panel, but that's all you got. At SDCC at home, you got four little flavors of Star Wars. There's a bunch of other stuff, but I mean, clearly it's not going to be uh, even remotely as uh interesting informative kind of jazzy as the real sdcc would be so yeah uh poop on that but considering we can't get this shit under control i would plan on sdcc at home in 2021 as well
1: yeah yeah
0: we'll see what happens Uh, in america (laughs) don't worry i can tell you it ain't getting good anytime soon all right. We were talking about Timmy Boy a little bit earlier. You know, he's going to be at that Lucasfilm publishing panel. And we got a little tease from his his latest Thrawn novel last week. Uh, Nick threw this up as soon as he returned back from slaying some bass <laughs> and, and other things you can eat by catching it like a man. Yes. Uh, but we got a, what is this? This is an exclusive poster, I believe, you can get with Thrawn Ascendancy.
1: This is via uh, Barnes & Noble. Okay, so the, the right. poster, usually the, the Barnes & Noble's edition of any Star Wars book is going to come with an exclusive fold-out poster of some sort. Um, the ones for the, the previous Thrawn trilogy have always been pretty cool. So um, so what you're seeing image-wise, yes, that's that's probably going to be what you see in terms of the poster, and then um, we also got a drop of the book's prologue. So not the first chapter, um, but the prologue of the, of the book, giving you an idea of what you're going to be seeing, what you're going to be reading from this new prequel trilogy for Thrawn. So this is not going to be following up off of what we had already read from the, from the new Thrawn trilogy. It's going to go back in time when he was a part of the Chiss Ascendancy still before he became an Imperial officer. Um, so really the good stuff here is, is first off, you're getting a younger Thrawn, um, much younger. So if you look at the image that's associated with the post on Time.net, you can see that he looks younger. He looks like he's in his formative years. Kind of looks
0: like a douche.
1: Kind of. He's like, yeah, he's like that ROTC kind of snooty dickhead kind of guy. That's what he looks like. Um, but, but basically what you, what you get from this prologue and there is, you can read the full prologue on StarWars.com and I gave like a, uh, a, uh, a summation of it here on StarWars.net.
0: So what you're saying, this prologue did what it should do and it, it has you excited for the book.
1: Yeah. I'm ready. I'm ready because it does two things. It, it, it gives you Thrawn as a formative adult. So he's not like... He's not the the head honcho of the 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 chiss expansionary fleet, like he is still like he's a senior officer, but he's not like the dude that he is in the Imperial navy where he's like smarter than everybody, and he's fucking you know <laughs> oh no oh matt matt may be on the on the out and out, but i will I will keep you guys in the in the loop on this Thrawn stuff so like. Really, you get, so in the, in the prologue, you get introduced to the head honcho of the Chiss expansionary fleet. His name is Bakif, and he's, he's the Supreme General, and basically, he's, he's talking about a, uh, an attack that just happened on Scylla, the homeworld of the Chiss Ascendancy, and he's talking, and then, you know, <laughs> within this, we have a delay, too, so maybe a little bit before Matt can tell if he's up or not.
0: Can you hear me now?
1: Matt's whole system, this whole Mac system,
0: wasn't the Mac today. Some fat fingers.
1: Oh, really? There we go. So, um, but yeah, I mean, you find out about an attack that happens on the the Chiss uh, Ascendancy homeworld of Scylla. Uh, Bakif is talking to the the uh, royal families of the Ascendancy to try to you know assuage their their fears and you know tell them that like, look, we dealt with it. We're not going to have to deal with another attack, you know, anytime soon from what we can tell. Um, but as this conversation goes on, Bakif realizes that the the purpose of this seemingly stupid attack on the homeworld of the Ascendancy was done to hide something that was done previously. Um, so this is when he, you know, then reaches out to uh, Supreme or Senior Captain Mithron Nudo, or Mithra Nero, however you want to say it, he's got a very hard uh, Chiss name to say. Um, so that's when they they rope Thrawn in, and then also there is a very a very subtle tease that there is an unknown alien species that 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 took on or that you know that took this shot at the Chiss ascendancy. So you're getting Grisk information right up front, and the Grisk are the 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 new Yuzon Vong that were introduced through the. Uh, Previous Thrawn trilogy. So, um, good stuff in my opinion. It's gonna, it's, it gives you more background on Thrawn. It gives you more information, and you know that there's more, you know, stuff coming on the Grisk, this new hardcore alien species that are in the new Star Wars EU. And you get to see the inner workings of the Chiss Ascendancy, which you only really got to see a little bit of in the last Thrawn book, uh, Thrawn Treason, through the uh the interactions that thrawn had with Got the ascendancy you. through admiral right. Ar- and everything else so
0: good stuff i'm there I'm they're, forward they're to telling it. me they can hear me again i i just had to restart my audacity so who the fuck knows what the <laughs> audio versions audio only versions, going to sound like but hey uh you know we can't have too many shows without a fuck up so yeah
1: yes you know we had we had an audio here we go yay i'm
0: back can you guys hear me fuck i love that stuff but uh, yeah,
1: I mean, I'm I'm looking forward to it, Matt. I know that you know you're you're a fan of Thrawn primarily through the Rebels TV series, right? Um, so I, I mean, like. Once we get back to or if we ever get back to a world where you can sit in your car and listen to audiobooks, I think you should jump on these because there's there's some solid things in here. Some good some good, you know, young thrawn lore we'll being see. built. I, some I, I good might do alien it.
0: stuff. I might do it if you read them to me.
1: I know, that's what you said last time. It's like maybe I will get like, sued by Lucasfilm for doing I this, but I need that. to put no, it We don't my, even
0: have to tell him. You know, we'll, we'll fire up a, a Skype or a Zoom at night, and I'll just lay in my bed and get all comfy, and you just read it to me, and I'll look yeah. at you reading it to me real creepy.
1: I'll just tuck tuck <laughs> Matt in real tight in his bed. It's like, all right, it's story time. Little Matt, are you Where's ready? the
0: sound? Now they're saying there's no sound? Oh, my God. Oh, I give up. Oh, God.
1: We really? don't know. We
0: don't if there's no
1: sound at all and you can't even hear me, then I don't know what's happening. I don't know if 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 the if the peanut gallery can hear me. Maybe this will be a solo Nick cast just to make up for the solo Matt cast. Um, so I'll, we'll we'll hang out here for a little bit and see if we can get some some audio back going. If you guys are fucking with
0: this and you really can hear uh, us, Apollo 8, you dick. He goes. He goes. Oh, never mind. All yeah right, whatever you, don't okay. fuck
1: with us because that ruins the show for everybody yeah see i'm you, i'm
0: fragile here
1: <laughs> um <laughs> so for those of you out there who are readers i know that the uh the intern is a reader he's probably looking forward to this new thron trilogy i am as well i'll definitely be picking it up um around <laughs> release date september 1st for those of you out there who are who are novel readers well that was that was for. a
0: great fucking segment yeah. yes it's me kind of oh, improvising. Look, the, uh, the the Fando assholes are saying they want story time with Star Wars time. So here we go.
1: Story time with Star Wars time. I may be able to. You know what? Once the book comes out, we can. You know, and I finish reading it. I can dedicate a, a portion of the cast to. Kind yeah, of and do, you have to do thoughts. a
0: dramatic interpretation a dramatic of it. Oh yeah, like like you throw on your best Thrawn accent, all that stuff.
1: Thrawn's voice is hard.
0: He? It's just kind of like monotone and serious. It's so isn't
1: stoic, yeah. and he's got no emotion in his voice. In but it's just like he he does. He 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 reads very difficult because <laughs> you can't really put emotion into oh him. You God. know that he's always. I, I'm
0: still just mind. going back to it. literally. I tried to reply to Beer Man in the chat, and it turned into a. 10 minute fuck up of tech and me figuring out what's wrong and you trying to get us through a whole segment there, we, like, there
1: we go there we that's that's uh, classic
0: it's like for it's so you, star wars time
1: for those of you yeah exactly for those of you, <laughs> you who are tuning
0: in for the first time either on the live stream or on the podcast welcome and this unbelievable. is unbelievable expect i, I don't even <laughs> know what, what what key combination i hit but i somehow disabled my audio on the live stream and oh, completely man. fucked it in audacity
1: there we go. There we go. Maybe some sort of hotkey. <laughs> so Matt <laughs> can no hell? longer type in the live stream anymore. Yep. N- Nick's going to have to just... start
0: monitoring the chat because I'm yeah. too dumb. He may bomb the whole it's like, system I, out. I, I'm basically typing with crab claws, I guess. Like, <laughs> bah, bah, bah,
1: bah. <laughs> anyways, right, there's so, your
0: Thrawn stuff. Let's get the hell yeah. out of there. I feel like that's a cursed topic. This I point. feel like
1: these these next two. So th- so. Oh no, in, you we're you still know, Matt, with books. Damn
0: it, no. Yeah, Matt is,
1: <laughs> Matt, Matt talked about the uh, the Lucasfilm publishing arm for SDCC at home and. Then we had three book, uh, we have three book articles right Right. now, so Thrawn leading right into the High Republic uh, novel summary leak. I mean, I'm going to be honest here. I like it. You call it a leak? Was it a leak or did Sule actually drop it? I don't think that this was a, like, this was on StarWarsLeaks.com. Right. So the full publisher summary, I don't know if it was a leak, but- the thing that Suley dropped about a month ago was the actual first chapter of the book. So Charles Suley had come out and given us uh, via a, a um, an interview with IGN. He gave us the whole first chapter of the book, which was pretty good. It gave you an idea of what sets off this this basically this global. Panic or this 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 you know galaxy wide panic that's happening that that leads to the great all disaster right yeah this you get to see what this great disaster is and and basically what this you know this summary this leaked summary I don't know if it's leaked or not is 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 it gives you kind of an overview of what this this great disaster is it's a it's a collision through hyperspace <laughs> lanes that sends these you know shards of debris down yeah, and on, you said it's the-
0: just like it, it's going to cause mass chaos i mean they don't even say here it could be i i, I did read it i mean if some billions like, of billions, lives yeah billions it. dead but then if you keep reading it it seems some one or something did this on purpose do it have you ever
1: seen um starship troopers the movie yeah do you remember in the beginning of that how, movie? how dare what, you ask me that question i know you did but i just wanted to put it out there um the thing, in the, be- the thing in the beginning of the movie that kicks off everything is that the 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 like the bugs throw a fucking yeah uh, like a poop ball a, a, yeah an asteroid down on Earth from Clendathu that's their home planet yeah and that's basically what is going to be happening here is that whoever is out in the unknown regions or the unexplored regions of space during this time threw something through a hyperspace lane an explored hyperspace lane that was supposed to be safe that blows up the ship, and then you get these shards that that are starting, you know, these shards of debris that are starting to come towards populated planets. Right, so you it's said it's just similar. like, it.
0: it the, all these shards are essentially leaking out of the hyperspace lane, hurtling through whatever is there. It could be planets, it could be yep. other asteroids, maybe you're getting like a domino effect going with that, hitting it chain reaction that way, so... Exactly. It, and, and the Jedi do,
1: have to jump into action to okay. save
0: as many people, as
1: many planets as possible, but they also realize and that's what this you know this um summary says is that they realized that hey this wasn't just some accident this wasn't just some random occurrence that happened in this hyperspace lane there was something out in the out the unknown regions that directed this calamity this 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 collision to happen and that is going to spark the the exploration into the unknown regions of space uh through you know for this this group of jedi that we were introduced i'm to.
0: telling you man even even on that summer you did this this does interest me it's just in the wrong media type you know I, know, I mean? know right it's, it's, it's like you I said i mean like- it had a firefly feel to it you got the uh, you know the wild west and space yeah you got this ominous force of of bad guys lobbing shit at the good guys there's a lot of potential here. I just, I, I know I'm, I'm, I'm going to let myself down on this one. I just, it's not going to happen. It needs to be I like, I really do
1: hope that there is success. And I know that there are just, you know, haters out just there. Just make and, a fucking
0: movie of it, please. Yeah. Just <laughs> like, on. you know,
1: if, if I will say that if this era of, of, of publishing is successful, we may get some sort of, you know, visual content, whether it be movies or, or TV shows. So if you're a reader You know, go out, buy these books, show support for this new era of Star Wars. And even if you're not a reader, if you're just a Star Wars fan and you, you know, only read one book a year, let this be your one book. You know, I think that this is well worth it. Or just be like me
0: and and buy the books and just let them sit there and collect dust and take up space that you could actually be placing awesome looking action figures on. but no You you pretend you're going to read these books.
1: So yeah, just spend the money and just have a nice paperweight. Right. So
0: you are right. Um, I, I don't know, man. I, I think this one has a ton of potential. Just comes down to the dummy factor with me and, and spending time to read. And I, I know I, you know, I play it up that I'm a moron and don't like reading. Actually, I, I do. I do not mind the art of reading, especially a novel like this. It's just the the time commitment the time is time ridiculous. Time. It, it just it, no way. It's at the point now two parents locked down with a four-year-old that's not going to daycare that i have no time you know i i hardly even do toy photography anymore i get my gaming in when i can which is driving me nuts because the last of us two could be one of the greatest if not the greatest fucking video game story i've ever experienced no spoilers you dicks i don't know (laughs) how far nick is but you know what i mean it's just there's not a lot of time these days i'm not bitching i'm working it's great I don't care that I can't get a haircut. It doesn't matter. I don't have hair anyways.
1: Exactly. That's the best part about being but bald. But I
0: just, uh, I just, I don't feel like I have free time, which is odd because I'm home all the time. I just don't. Yeah. Cause Nick knows how it is. It's like, Hey, Nick, let's try to do it now because Heather has a break so she can take Charlie and entertain her for a few hours. I mean, that's that's just the life. I'm sure people listening that, uh, you know, dual working parents, little kids at home, you get it. So, wow, I know big wow for Matt. Wow. I just I don't have time for books. If, if I can't play my my games or if I can't watch movies when I want to, I'm not going to supplement that time with a novel. So, yeah, that's why we got Nick to do story time with Star Wars time. But and hey, signed man. up. He takes donations. We'll get yeah. his Patreon up and running. Pay the man. Yeah. <laughs>
1: Pay and the man. We'll, we'll we'll keep it on the download too. I don't want any Lucasfilm uh, or Lucas books lawsuits coming my way but hey i mean for those of you who don't Look, have time to read
0: the chat's the best words and shit f that these are my yeah. type of people in here thanks nico that's yeah, exactly how i feel <laughs> there you go and words, and the, words the letter n shit f that that's perfect yeah. I and mean, that's about that how is I a feel. perfect representation
1: <laughs> so for, for those of you who hate words and shit and who can't <laughs> read physical words on a page there is a possibility that you can still get your, audio, your your fix for the Star Wars Expanded Universe novels through this brand new initiative, this brand new Dr. Afra audiobook original. Yes, you heard it here. Audiobook only. Uh, this really? So that,
0: that's the big push here. This is audio only.
1: This is not going to be some sort of, you know, some sort of novel that you have to pick up and turn pages and look at words and read and then... Your brain hurts because you're looking at words. This is something that goes right into your ears. Uh, you
0: forgot and shit.
1: And shit. Yeah, and words shit and, like words and shit. And, and you can just listen to somebody read it to you. So this brand new Dr. Afra audiobook is going to take place after her introduction, her reintroduction into canon via the, the Marvel Darth Vader comic series. So the one that's um, been
0: on hiatus since March?
1: Yeah, since you started reading it in March. Um, and and basically, uh, this is going to be a fully voice acted book. Um, You're gonna have multiple people who are who are doing the voices. So you have um, Emily Wu Zeller, who's going to be on that panel. That, that so this mentioned. is gonna be
0: like an old school radio drama. Then, yeah, right? it's, it
1: is. If you if you listen yeah, like dudes to in the, the studio
0: like clapping their hands like they're a horse, like clippity clap, clippity oh dude, clippity clap. There, there's <laughs>
1: <laughs> you have, uh, you have sound effects, you have multiple voice actors. Um, if you listen right now on starwars.com, there is a clip of this audiobook, It's about seven minutes long, but you can hear there. There's like sound effects. You can ah, hear like okay. doo, 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 lasers shooting in the background. Is and- it people going pew pew or like an actual soundboard? Oh no, it's an actual soundboard. Okay. It sounds like, you know, legit, you know, star Wars space battles happening in the background. Um Emily Wu Zeller is going to play she is the voice of Dr. Afra herself and then you also have other voice actors who are playing other roles. That's so cool. this is like some real ass production value in 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 this audiobook version for for Dr. Afra and you know I think that this is a perfect way for those of you who don't like reading to jump well, into You're it.
0: right, Nick, because, I mean, just just catching up on the chat here, uh, Nico, the one who coined words and shit, F that, he followed that up with listening to words and shit much better.
1: There you go. So that that is go. So, that is a deep fucking take. I like that's that. That's a deep cut. That's <laughs> high praise from Nico Tronus in the chat. That, that's so going to go, go in the
0: Star Wars time Bible. It's one of the, the Ten Commandments now. Thou shalt not read words and shit thou shalt listen to words and shit instead There we go
1: there we go That's the
0: first the first commandment (laughs) of the
1: of the of the 10 for star wars time Uh, we don't know the rest of them
0: yet that was fantastic but no it also seems that marvel has done this a beer man gave us a comment here marvel has done this with uh, a wolverine the lost trail radio drama so this could be cool and I'm a fan of Afra. I mean I started reading her back when Marvel rebooted All Star Wars, I think in twenty fifteen. She would pop up in, in the Vader comics. Uh, she was getting her own. I actually started reading that one before the uh, timeout due to lockout here. But she's a she's a neat character because she's kinda She starts on the dark side. I mean, literally she works for Vader. I mean, she's got two fucked up droids with her and, and triple zero and BT. Mm -hmm. Uh, but then she gets mixed up with the rebels and Luke, her and Luke kind of go out and do some shit. So, She's a fun character in that she dabbles on both sides of the coin. I mean, I don't want to say she's a DJ-like character from the Last Jedi. Yeah, I feel uh, like she's deeper than DJ. Yeah, she and and not you know don't quote me on this, but I, I believe she wasn't a dick to the rebels. It's like it's almost like she's a a a, a freedom, not a freedom, a, a merc. You know, yeah, where, like mercenaries. right? It, you know, she goes it,
1: where she's not really a bounty hunter, but she's like goes where the money is
0: or if they can help progress, whatever her mission is, she'll work yeah. with those people. But I, I just know, personal. like Luke kind of liked her a bit. Not OK. It, I, I'm not I don't know if we're talking like in out in out type of like, but mm-hmm. uh, he didn't think she was a shithead. Yeah. And that's
1: you know, that's good. That's a good high praise from Luke for for somebody in the Star Wars universe. Is they're not a shithead. <laughs> so. And that's exactly yeah. how
0: Luke talked, right? Yeah, yeah. At least I mean, the, last, the, he, the last Jedi Luke definitely would have that been was like, yo, you're a shithead. Yeah.
1: <laughs> like he saw Rey and he's like, I think you're a shithead. So I don't
0: want it, to It's involved. fine. Like, it, it's so interesting to watch my kid grow now. I mean, I, she's been watching Star Wars since two by her own choice. Like, I want to watch Star Wars, uh, you know, watch them all. And when they're little, it's just like images hitting their brain. They don't really yeah, exactly. quite understand what the fuck's going on. Uh, but now at four, she's seen them all so many times, she is starting to ask more questions. And when she asked to watch TLJ, that was, I think, the week before you left, Nick, the July 4th mm-hmm. week. We had Camp Haywood out. It was real fun. A uh, big screen. Uh, but we're watching it, and she just started going like, Dad, I don't really like Angry Luke. And I said, you know what, Charlie? <laughs> There's a lot of people that listen to your dad's dumb show that would agree with you. And I do, too. I mean, Luke really is a cock. Up until the moment on the ship where R2 calls him on being a cock and then he softens a little bit, but he is such a dick face
1: Yeah, it until just, that it was,
0: moment, until that moment with R2 calling him out. He's just, that, that definitely is as anti-Luke as it gets, but we're, we're not going to get sucked down the old TLJ shit on at rabbit hole today. Yeah. But it, um, it was funny just hearing my kid, you know, put two and two together. But, hey, that's, that's a different type of Luke, huh? Yeah. Yeah, this
1: is this is not what I'm used to out of Luke Skywalker. And then speaking of, you know, TLJ and sequel trilogy stuff, the uh the piece of the audiobook that we get from starwars.com does include Afra tangling, not really fighting, but you know, she is she is in a in an interesting position with Maz Kanata from the sequel trilogy. So, uh one of the most infamous pirates in the in the Star Wars galaxy at that time. So, um, go give it a listen. It's like seven minutes of, of the, uh, audio book that are, that are out there right now for you to listen to on starwars.com. Um, and this is a good way for those of you who don't want to read words and shit to listen to words and shit as Nico has. <laughs> uh, and by it. the
0: way, if if you're listening to this right now, do not leave our podcast to go listen to that. Finish, yeah. finish the fucking listen. show. Then go listen to it. Wait right. it
1: out. I have the, uh, the link to it in the StarWarsTime.net. Uh, post on there about the doctor Afro audiobook, so you can that's find how we it do there. It.
0: We give you everything uh, you need in link form.
1: There we go, and uh, that that brings us to the end of the Lucasfilm publishing arm yeah, of seriously. our podcast. Yes, this fucking week. pay
0: us! Like, where are these PR people at? Jeez, I never thought I'd talk about that that many words and shit. Yeah, I know that's too uh, many words and shit for. Okay, this podcast. so Nick, I know you don't fall along with the fandos here because they get distracting. But earlier in the cast, there was a. I think Tones kicked off this thread, but they're talking about going to see Empire Strikes Back. Uh, We we mentioned this a few weeks ago that uh, Disney had opened this to theater chains around the globe, it seems, if they wanted to run it to entice people to come back in the theaters and die. And it seems some people are taking advantage of it. I know Tones, I think he's heading out this weekend to check it out over there in the U.K., Uh, I believe our boy Bossajan checked it out in Australia, or actually, TFA, I think, is the one he saw and
1: tfa was one on the release schedule as well because disney released a lot of
0: movies oh yeah oh yeah yeah. not just star wars stuff marvel this that and the other thing and i know by by me some drive-ins are are screening twofers of of star wars mixed with another film
1: that's that's the way to do it is the drive-in yeah i I would
0: i would feel safe right now doing the drive-in thing theaters i I, fuck no dude i mean I'll, i'll tell a little story last week uh After this show, okay, so last Tuesday, wife and I are talking. I mean, we've been as hardcore as you can be about this virus. Like, we're intelligent. we're, We're treating it the right way. We don't have to do risky shit, so we don't do risky shit. But in that same light, I'm starting to feel bad for my four year old who literally since March has not really interacted with another little person. Yeah. Uh, so, you know, we had friends swing over on the weekend. They're very locked down. I trust them. Mass distance, all that shit. So Tuesday comes around that we got a bunch of little kids in the neighborhood. I'm like, you know what? Maybe we should slowly reintroduce the kid to the neighborhood kids. Just still social distance playing, but let her hang out with other little people. So they go out and do it mom supervises it's good to go i come down here and record the show right okay solo show you know kind of a drag to get through it but we did it some people said they had fun i think they're all liars (laughs) i go back upstairs looking to reconnect with the ladies move on with the day and what do i walk outside to a fucking nine kid pool party in my tiny ass, 14-foot hillbilly oh. blue pool. Oh, my God. Okay? And we're talking from a guy that is immunocompromised, is, takes this shit seriously, and discussed with his wife, you know, let's just open it up a little bit. Slow baby steps. Yeah,
1: three three kids. It, it goes like.
0: from hanging outside with two other little kids for a couple minutes to a fucking pool party. In a pool of, n- of nine kids where there is no distancing. They're literally on top of each other, jumping around. The pool looks like it's going to fall apart. Oh. I walk out. I text my wife and basically say, what the fuck type of brain damage do you have? <laughs> like, how do we go from baby steps to a fucking party in the backyard? So I immediately like, I'm like, fuck you guys. I'm self-isolating. I will be in the basement for the next 14 days. Don't bother me, blah, blah, blah. <laughs> so that's how my week went after the show. And I stuck to it. I was wearing a fucking mask in my house, really letting them know, like, you, you what the fuck's wrong with you people, okay?
1: Yeah, I mean, it's... We so here's the best part. Here here's too. the best
0: part. I'm still trying to self-isolate. Thursday, Heather comes in yelling. I'm like, okay, what's going on here? They're playing Charlie put Heather's tooth through her lip.
1: Oh, my God. So now Heather has
0: to go to basically AIDS Central, like an urgent care or an ER. I no longer can be in my quarantine because she has to leave and she's not taking the kid. So all that gets blown up. Here we are a week later. I'm still alive. I'm not dead yet. My throat's all fucked up. Who knows? Uh, But it was just it was it was a cracked out time. You need to go get your test done, sir. Uh, It's like, that's the thing. It's like you get, you're so mind fucked over all this that you're like, okay, I've been in a bubble and now I've had nine little death eaters outside spraying their their herpes everywhere. It's like, come on. Uh, But I've got over it now, but I think I am going to go get checked out because I've got fucking shit in my throat. Maybe a lump there too. I was a <sighs> tobacco chewer in life, so that always worries me whenever something gets starts going on in the mouth, throat yeah. area. So uh, who knows? But anyways, like I said, back to uh, I, I really have no idea how we got on that. You uh, wanted to take the kids out to the uh, or take little Charlie out oh, to a drive-in, yeah, a, a, right? And and, and, drive-in. and going out to movies again. So really, yeah. the whole moral of that story was. I'm not even close to being ready to rejoin normal society, I, and yeah. that was a a clear test of I'm not ready. I, I'm not comfortable yet. Call me a fucking weirdo, a sheep, whatever you want to do. I look at the data. I see 60, 65,000. by next week. It'll maybe hundred thousand a day. Yeah, I'm gonna stay inside from for the time being. Yeah, and mean. if I'm going to the movies, it will be from the comfort of my vehicle.
1: Uh, yeah. I mean, I live in Texas where they've multiple counties in Texas have had to order morgue trucks now because the dead have filled up. The, oh, yeah. Uh, Nick's in Texas. So, like,
0: his, his is going to be way worse than mine. But my county is on a uh, a mass mandate. It's so bad. We're almost a, a level four, at least for our state. So,
1: yeah. I mean, Texas. Who the fuck is, knows? I mean, luckily, we our our governor. Uh, I can't even think of his name right now, Greg Abbott is an idiot i mean like he's he's really stupid so he did not have a a mandatory mask uh mandate out there for a while but now with the recent spikes he has said like hey masks everywhere and if you're not wearing a mask we can fine you two thousand dollars so um that's at least that's, whoa, whoa, in place that, now, that's the
0: the the texas governor is now saying that yeah And he was the, you know, he and his big swinging dick. Yeah, let's open this shit up. No problem. Fuck it all. Fuck it. Yeah. Then he realized, hey, and now he's like, now, like, okay, whatever
1: maybe maybe (laughs) there's still stuff out there so stay safe everybody i know that there are differing opinions i don't know how there are differing opinions on this but uh just think of one another don't think of just yourself yeah and and
0: be thankful you're not in florida because florida is putting out daily cases more than most of the rest of the world combined yeah so just stay stay (laughs) america fuck yeah coming to save the motherfucking day yeah
1: yeah. So just uh, keep 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 your your fellow humans in mind when you're out there trying to get drunk at bars or something like that. Anyway, the the ESB news here is that ESB has reached the yeah. Number guess one... what people
0: like Empire Strikes Back still. Yeah,
1: I would say people still <laughs> like ESB and it has now reached the number one spot in the U.S. box office for the third time in its history third time in 40 years so you had the initial release where it was number one in the box office you had the re-release in box offices in 1997 for the special edition where it was number one and now you have it in the COVID era where it is now the number one grossing movie in all of the United States for some of you out there you're like oh my god that's so much money Disney's fucking raking it in the the likely gross for the three-day weekend for ESB is about five hundred thousand dollars um it was it was released across 483 locations in the U.S and it's going to get about $500,000. Now for a normal, you know, I mean for a Star Wars release film, the the opening weekend of it, you could you could easily imagine a $150 million opening. Um so that just goes to show you what type of you know, movie Uh, attendance you have now in 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 theaters
0: very little 483 it's a bummer man like like don't get me wrong it's i'm not uh, i loved going to the cinema it was a weekly hobby of mine it was was just like doing this podcast it was no different I, I, i we record on tuesday i would be at a new release or a movie i haven't seen thursday night hands down a list stubs this that and the other thing at amc it was the best but I don't know how theaters are going to survive. I mean, there's no movies coming out. They keep getting pushed back. No one's going to fucking go to these movies, but the people that like playing Russian roulette. I. It sucks. We're probably going to lose theater chains as they exist today. Probably will yeah. not exist within a year or two.
1: They they didn't adjust. I mean, like it's hard to adjust to something like this quickly. But it, like the best thing that they could have done is you needed to immediately pivot to a streaming
0: service of some sort. But even then it's like, I get it. I I like, it's nice to be able to watch a new movie from home, but someone that is an audio and video file Unless you're a rich motherfucker, you're not recreating that AMC oh, no. Dolby screen experience. It's just, no, that's what I'm, I miss the most. I fuck if, people. I fucking hate people. I hate them more than ever. So there's nothing like going out. I, I would go by myself anyways. Yeah. It was the big ass screen, the sound, the recliners, the the, the subwoofers in your seat. So you're getting shit blown up your ass when you're watching these movies I'm going to miss all that. I mean, I yeah. love getting stuff at home. It's great, especially for the kids movies like, all right, Trolls World World Tour. Let's do it. I don't Scoob, let's do it. But I don't yeah. want a fucking Star Wars movie delivered to me brand new at home.
1: I don't think that we're ever going to lose the cinema experience around the world. I will say that. I mean, here is a number that is probably not surprising for those of you who don't know it. In the United States alone, we have 50 states. There's over 4,000 movie theaters. Um, So you got to figure that that's, what, 80 movie theaters per, 80 plus movie theaters per, per state you can expect some closures is what i'll say it's like you're never like regal is not going to fold in its entirety i don't think amc will fold in its entirety Someone will buy them
0: i mean when they're talking about amc at least well, Am- amazon was being talked amazon, about as buying I all thought this amazon shit bought
1: them i, I thought did too Am-
0: I, I that you never know i mean then that amc guy came out I was like oh you've been, you've been reading we don't have money we got money it's like who the fuck knows what's going on anymore yeah, I mean, I don't well, know. Just, it says, let's blow this fucking world up at this point, honestly. Let's just all blow it up. Yeah, so... Palpatine, I, send in the Sith fleet!
1: Yeah, bring in the fleet. <laughs> nuke this place. Let us restart. But, I mean, I will say that, you know, I was a, a, a Regal Unlimited subscriber. I think that they have now... Reactivated it since movie theaters are opening <laughs> around the charged. country. But heck yeah, they they did not charge us. They 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 basically said that we're starting it again. You'll get July free, and then they'll reassess when August comes around based off of what the the state of the country looks like. So i uh, still not getting charged, but you know they they're doing their their test there. I mean, yeah. We're definitely not in a position where we want to go back to movie theaters yet. I think most people aren't, but apparently. Enough to open up four hundred and eighty three locations around the country and make five hundred thousand dollars for a forty year old movie. So impressive, for for ESB, but uh, still not time for us to 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 go back to the the theater yet. Yeah, so no, that's I'm your- I'm
0: good. I'll, I'll let some of you other warriors, like those boneheads, go into Disney this weekend. Like let let Dude, those people do it for you. Did that you? Is- did everyone, or I guess at least Nick, did you first see Disney's ad to welcome people back where, you know, they're singing or wearing masks like, oh, welcome, blah, blah, blah. Well, the internet, I right? See. Someone yeah. took it, added the shining music to it. And then yeah. anytime like a person would come on and say something, they just dubbed in like, stay away don't come here keep yourself safe we're all gonna die it was it was so perfect like having that eerie music behind all these people with their masks on pretending that they're excited to have disney open again so i
1: mean it's to me like i i i just don't understand how people like you have to be one of the 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 covid deniers to go Like you, you, that's in my opinion.
0: it's not, dude, no, it's, it's, I I don't, I don't think it's that. I just, people are fucking dumb. I think Spencer brought it up here. I'm not calling him dumb, but it's, it's how humans are. It's like, well, I, I don't know anyone that has it directly. So fuck it. Yeah.
1: I mean, like I, 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 well, one, I do know people who've had it directly. My mom, one of my mom's friends that she taught with for years died from it. Um, so, I mean, like I, and then, you know, one of my friends here in Austin, her grandmother died from it as well. So, I mean, like I know people who who have had it. and I know people who have died from it. Um, but it's just like, yeah, just because you don't know somebody who's got it definitely makes it a little bit less of a threat for you. But like if you're going out in the public and you're going to a place like Disney where there's going to be thousands of people there, like somebody that you are in close proximity to there... Either know somebody who has it or potentially or has, has it themselves. It.
0: I mean, dude, yeah. we, our numbers are to the point now. And this was just last week. And I, I will get off of this because I, I hate talking about this shit. But just last week, when we were at whatever numbers, America now has a ratio of every one in 110 citizen has the disease now. <laughs>
1: that's not, that's
0: not yeah! great. Let's go to Disney. Yeah. That's not great. That's
1: not great. So, <laughs> I mean, just. Again, like, as somebody who is a literal Disney
0: Vacation Club member, like... Disney's his life. Like, Nick, you know, a lot of us, we go to the the beach every year. Nick goes to fucking Disney every year.
1: I I mean, I love... Me and my family love it. Like, we, we have, you know, my brother's a season pass holder. We're all Disney Vacation Club members. Like, so... It's not like I don't want to go, and it's not like I don't like Disney. I love Disney. It's just like right now is not the time to do what They no. showed I, like you've seen pictures, you've seen videos from it where like you know people are not social distancing on the rides. There's you know they
0: have oh, dude. The, I mean, just watch the, the, the video. As soon as they open the stores, I mean, all the retail stores are like, oh, you got to social distance. People are like, yeah,
1: you're like you're all in there. on top
0: of each other. So it's
1: just like there's no, and it's not like. There, there's no way to enforce it in an open environment like no. that. Like you can't, you don't have enough staff no, members that work can, at Disney. You can,
0: you can, just not in America. Yeah, well, you can't. Yeah, like like look, America. I guarantee it in Disney Hong Kong, they're probably going around prodding motherfuckers if they're too close, right? Yeah, like I mean, uh, commies can away. do whatever they want, uh, or people that believe in government can can kind of get their their citizens to buy in. But over here, clearly, we, uh, you know, there's there's a lot of boogeyman's... A lot of boogeymen yeah, in gotta, America. Everyone's against you. Gotta you gotta
1: believe, <laughs> you know. You have to. You have to just believe that even if you get it and it doesn't do anything to you, that you could give it to somebody and it could do something harmful to them. So,
0: um, yeah, Disney open i mean i would say maybe a good time to go if you don't like wait in lines but i doubt it i bet it's still fucking crowded i would imagine if you want to go to disney here's
1: what i would do go to disney and then rent a hazmat suit for (laughs) however long you're there
0: and then just go just go in a hazmat suit like the real deal like the ones in outbreak or contagion you know like like legit ass
1: not like you're wearing a fucking garbage (laughs) bag like legit ass hazmat Rent one out you can go and then you can be safe so, um, but yeah, that's out there. So ESB, I mean, that I honestly, I want one
0: of those now just so I can leave. I still have yet to go into another building since March. I, uh, the, I did go to target last week, but only to their drive up system, which is target by the way, fantastic touchless pickup. That's cool. If you that's have nice. it by you, but you just get through the app, drive up, you pull up, someone comes in, wings in your car, and you're off. Yeah, we've uh, been we've, we've moved been on to Harry shopping. Potter Legos over here, so uh, <laughs> she's on the Harry Potter um, kick now. So we've been building some of the the uh, Hogwarts sets.
1: Nice, nice. That'll be fun. That'll, you, maybe you can get some Lego. Yeah, that, that's the next evolution of your of your toy photography career. I feel like is is using what is around you now in Lego form. So. Right. We'll see if Matt can can pivot into that. Right. What we're going to do now is we're going to pivot into a story
0: about Alden Ehrenreich. Yeah, here. this guy Matt couldn't even up. remember his name last week. Exactly. What did I call him? Like Aiden, Aiden. or, or Aiden. Aaron? Yeah. Aaron Rich? Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> yeah but this one just popped up right before we we're going to go live. And, um, you know, Nick and I were talking offline about good old Alden. He's a guy that played young Han Solo. He's been in a few other films off the top of my head. Hail Caesar. Uh, was that the Cohen? Is that Cohen Brothers? Cohen Brothers movie,
1: I believe. And Uh, then he's also got an upcoming Brave New World adaptation TV show uh, coming out, so you can keep your eye for that. But, um, but they were he
0: was he was with uh, Esquire, right? And they were talking to him, and of course they asked him about his time with Star Wars, and and is there going to be Return to Han Solo? And he pretty much said it depends on what it is. It depends on how it's done. It depends if it feels innate to the story.
1: Yeah, so that's that's his thoughts on returning to the role. Which is interesting because we know and I don't know how these movie contracts work. I don't know if there is an out clause based off of box office right. performance, but these these main characters, so Donald Glover as Lando, Amelia Clark as Kira, and then junus and you know and uh alden as han and Chewie they were they were all in three movie contracts so i don't
0: know if i'm pretty sure that's factual through the kaz dance
1: yeah because i mean the kaz dance they were
0: the lead writers i mean they, they both said like yeah there there was this was gonna happen until it fucking failed so
1: yeah until it didn't happen so i don't know if there is like an out in the contract clause or if or if disney basically just said hey you know this this movie underperformed because of our own mis you know, misguidance and stuff like that. So these contracts are now null and void and you can feel free to not be chained down by that. But um, it is interesting to see like what his thoughts are on a
0: return to Han Solo because well, he sounds like all the other dickheads, right? It's just like I, I He sounds like Oscar or or Daisy or John. Like, oh yeah, you know, probably not, but if it's right, it's right. It's right. Hey, fuck you. If the money truck dumps down, guess what? You're gonna be done that blaster again, pal. Yeah, he'll he'll he'll
1: be coming back. I
0: do think that like
1: us as Star Wars fans, like we we would never... if we were in their position, there would be not be a, a moment of hesitation if somebody was like, hey, Nick, you played young Han Solo in the Solo movie and it didn't do well. But you know what? We're going to bring it back for Disney+. Plus. Do you want to play Solo again? Like, there wouldn't be a moment in my head where I'm like, should I do this? I'd be like, fuck yeah, I want to do this. Of course. Of course I want to come back and well, play Well, I solo. mean, he's,
0: he also has some Star Wars PTSD, like like Hayden yeah. and, and some of those that have been in fucked up Star Wars where fans react that- to it badly. And you got to remember, this guy's production, as he said earlier, it's like, they were like, hey... How come you haven't made a movie in two years? And he pretty much says, well, making Star Wars robbed three years of my life. Yeah. Because of how fucked up that production was. They they essentially had to reboot it eight months before the movie came out. Yeah. And
1: that's why you had so much, you know, just weird happenings and like this, you know, like disassociation with the the movie so close to the release of it is because they had to fucking refilm half of it if if not more
0: and Um, spencer's asking like would you want to come back if people were going to shit on you and be like yeah for the for the money and the chance to say i was in multiple star wars I, i could care less what people say
1: yeah i i think that you know that's the big problem for alden and then even like going back into the prequels for for hayden is that you know, when you are playing at a character like Poe or like Finn or Ray or somebody else, like a brand new character of the Star Wars universe, you have no, you know, you don't have a legacy to live up to. Like, I will argue that Alden had the hardest possible role to play in all of the new Disney oh, Star oh, Wars. Oh, easy, easy. Like, like, it's it's not even a competition because he is taking on... What most people look at as one of the most iconic roles in Star Wars in cinema, period, like Han Solo, was revered more than Luke Skywalker by a lot of people. Like they look at that role of Han Solo and they're like, "You have you have built an he, archetype." He was the with alpha male. He's
0: the alpha male. He's he's the yeah. Tommy Tough guy. He's you know,
1: yeah, like the, the, the all star
0: he, gym hero.
1: Exactly. And you have, and then you had a guy who played it who didn't just play the role. He was that character. Harrison Ford is Han Solo in a way. And and then oh, he has, he's also Indiana Jones. Yeah. Like he is these and characters. Jack Ryan. Like, like he embodies them. And then you have this kid who has, I don't want to say limited acting experience. Cause he had acting experience. He played stage roles and stuff like that too. But like you had this guy who's coming into it and you're like, dude, you don't realize what you're doing right now. Like just like Hayden, like it's like Hayden, do you realize that you're not just playing any role here? You're not playing Poe or Finn. You You are are playing Anakin Skywalker, literally the entire reason and onus that this fucking star Wars experiment exists. Like for, for him, for Hayden, it was an impossible role to play. And I think for Alden, it was similar. Like, you are playing the iconic character of Han Solo, and and there is a high possibility that no matter what you do, like, you could play it perfectly. Oh, yeah,
0: you're not going to please and, everybody.
1: Yeah, like, people are going to hate you. They're not going to hate your performance. They're going to hate you personally. And that's one thing that is really fucking hard to deal with as... Not not as an actor, Well, he's a human, as a human right. being. He's a human too. <laughs> yeah, like as a human being to know that people like want to fucking throw bricks through your window or like <laughs> yeah. sending you death threats because yeah. of a role you play. Thank like, God for social media.
0: Social media has just made the world such a better place and has made humans even better themselves. I mean, it Dude, really like, is the greatest thing ever.
1: Like even going... Like this doesn't just extend to like Star Wars and like high profile stuff. Like if people follow... The video game world. Oh like my gosh. The, the girl who <laughs> voice acted Abby in The Last of Us Two, who I'm a huge fan of, Laura Bailey, is an
0: amazing it, it, voice. And actress she only voice acted her. She's not even the body double. Yeah, she's she like she did
1: some of the body stuff, but not not most of it. There were pieces like she got multiple death threats through social media just for playing a character. She didn't even do anything. like Abby wasn't even a character in The Last of Us One. Right. This is a brand new ass character who had no who had nothing to do with the story until last of us two, there were people literally sending her death right. I mean, it's insane. People online are crazy. Yes. And that's what these people have to deal with. And I'm not saying like, woe is them? They make millions of dollars, but it's just like, you can understand why somebody like Alden would be hesitant to come back after all of the shit that he got for playing for, in my opinion, for doing a very good job playing a young yeah, Han he did, Solo. He did
0: fine. I, I, I think him and him and Chewie sold it, the prison scene. That was a great, oh, great yeah. moment there. Dude, that was, funny. was great. I love that. Uh, you I mean, know, Harrison worked with him, gave him kind of the, the stamp of approval. Who knows how much of that was Disney greasing or if Harrison honestly <laughs> wanted to try and help him out or whatever. But I, I had no, no problem with Alden, no problem with Solo. Uh, it doesn't sound like a, a sequel is in the works in, in terms of a movie. At least that's what he said or, or you know, he's playing dumb. Uh, but as Nick kind of hinted here, Alden did say I've heard some stuff, but nothing concrete. So hopefully that some stuff is something in the form of a continuation on Disney Plus. I, I don't yeah. think there's Solo as a movie; just it's not going to happen. I mean, it's 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 like a rotten egg to Bob Iger and the Disney brass. Not that Bob's even there anymore, but I still think he influences all of them because he is the emperor yeah uh but no it definitely would we're, we're not going to get a movie but uh, disney plus would be a, a great home for that and, and we've talked about that in the past so
1: yeah we talked about it last hopefully that's you know, that some stuff that
0: is it. actually something and not alden just having something stuck in his throat
1: yeah so i i really do hope that that we get a continuation here i know that there are people within our own fandom our own community that don't that really just want solo to be stricken down but like I thought that the content that was in that movie was fun. I thought it was well acted by, right. by a majority, if not all of the cast. I mean, I really enjoyed the character of Beckett by Woody Harrelson. I thought that Kira was really well done and written.
0: And yeah, the only I thing I, did- I didn't like with Kira is that moment when she runs back in the ship and comes right. out and just randomly tosses a grenade. It, it, it's weird. <laughs> it's like, why didn't you throw that fucking 10 minutes ago?
1: Yeah, it's like oh, did you, I, it, she must have just realized that there was like it's like oh yeah, we got
0: fucking grenade. She's like yeah, um,
1: and then it's like okay, we win, let's go. And dude, I thought, I mean, I know that there are people out there who hate the character of Leet because they don't like you know. Female empowerment and all, all the stuff that was built around her character. Oh, she was I funny. I thought Leet was fucking fun. She was I funny. She was a really cool
0: character. Yeah, it was funny, and I I like that she is the Falcons yeah, nav computer the, now. So Nav
1: computer. So that but, was really cool. So I'm I'm down for more solo content from uh, from the question of the week last week, which I wasn't here for Matt to read the responses to. It sounds like everybody
0: else is oh, down Oh, I that was a good question, by the way, because I, I think we had at least sixty plus comments and ten to fifteen story replies. So you definitely got people worked up, and it was it was a resounding rounding yes we want more solo uh but it's i think it was more towards the disney plus side of things so yeah
1: yeah and i can understand that too i mean uh i can definitely see i think that i think a lot of us now especially in the quarantine mindset quarantine mode we're like give us long form television content like i would rather Ten hours of solo than you know an hour and forty five minutes of solo on a oh, any a,
0: any day any day any day. Yeah. I, I mean, Mandalorian has has proven that uh, Star Wars is a great franchise for episodic storytelling that at the same time builds a world within an existing world. If that makes sense, yeah. Yeah uh, and I we agree. could we solo would do just that. We we have some of the narrative threads they could run with. You know, let's get the first introduction of Jabba and his favorite smuggler. Let's see him become the top smuggler. Let's see the spice dump Let's see Maul and Kira. Let's see the fallout of Kira and Solo, you know? Uh, mm-hmm. Did she do him wrong? Is that why he's such an asshole in A New Hope to everyone? Can't trust anybody. Can't get close to anyone. There's a reason Han is who he is in A New Hope versus the Han we see in Solo, and then the Han we ultimately get by, well, hell, uh, the rise of Skywalker, you know, someone yeah. willing to be channeled back to tip his son back over to the light, so uh yeah dizzy plus slow burn it build a world within a world expand upon concepts we've only heard about in in passing dialogue that's the type of shit i like i mean the fact that they made a full movie based on the opening sentence of Star Wars' crawl. I that's know, what right? I like. That's the... Yeah, man. That's peeling shit back. That's giving us super fans a little bit deeper dive into the property versus what you just get in the mega movies, mm-hmm. so...
1: So I'll, I'll... Since I wasn't here to give my take on, on the solo question last week, here's what I would want. I would want to interwoven series i would want one called crimson dawn yeah that focuses specifically on kira and the shadow collective through maul i like that and then i would want one that is focused on like like you could call a smuggler's run or something like that where it is focused on han and and, and chewy maybe star wars scoundrels yeah like scound yeah scoundrels and then you have those two series that are running concurrently and then obviously they're going to they're gonna loop back in together at some point. They're going to intermingle again. I think that would be the perfect way to do it because you have so much content that you could focus on now that you know that Kira is really involved in no, the Crimson Dawn side I mean, dude, Dawn I'm, I'm popping
0: a chub just thinking about the Crimson Dawn series. I mean, come yeah, on, you, you're I, talking about my number two at this point. I mean, Maul yeah. would be a a lead on that series; he would have to be a lead on that series. Exactly. Uh, so, I'm sure Ray Park would would love to take the work, and I, I'm sure uh, Homeboy would love to voice Sam. it. So, yeah, Sam would. Uh, come speaking back, of with Sam, him. I actually, uh, me and the little one threw up the the Force Unleashed this week. Because she's like, I want to play one of the Star Wars games. One of the Star Wars games. (laughs) Like, well, I'm not fucking putting on the Lego game because when you play, we go nowhere. Like, (laughs) there's still that digital tether to where. If she's off running into a wall nonstop, I can't proceed. Yeah, <laughs> uh, so I tricked her. I'm like, "No, you're playing," and I just played Force Unleash, and she's like, "Whoa, look at that! Look at that!" But yeah, yeah, yeah. It, it's it, like you th- give her the controller that's turned off. Get this, it, that's exactly what I did. Uh, get yeah. the old uh, Star Killer, but man, I'll tell you what, that game looks rough, dude. <laughs> Holy that, shit! Now it does. it's been a while. I mean, when it when it come out, 08... Oh, eight, oh, 05 maybe yeah, the first one I don't know but holy hell does video game tech just progress by leaps and bounds yeah. Spe- yeah. I mean I'm talking coming off of getting a session of the last of us 2 and then going The force unleashed it's like okay yeah the, uh, it's like
1: why is your face so square yeah What's wh- here? hey
0: Starkiller you got some angles in your head a little bit there buddy <laughs> some pointy brain. Yeah, why, why is that why all down. the colors look so muted and, and textureless but oh yeah I, it's still a fun yeah I, I still love just running through and fun people up oh yeah uh all right so One, Alden, we got a couple more topics Alden doesn't to go know through. Alden doesn't know but we know we'd take more solo preferably in a a, a series format 110 percent. i agree right. so a, a series we do know about nick and that yes. is the mando we know it is going to release it luckily escaped the disaster of covid19 and they've been able to work on post uh in quarantine which is good uh, but recently, uh, our buddy Jean Carlo Esposito, one of the best uh, character actors of our time, uh, I first became aware of him as Gus in Breaking Bad, but have uh, anywhere he shows up now, even in those silly Maze Runner movies. I just I like the guy. He is a he's a he's an actor's actor if you will you know what i mean like he he channels his characters he gets inside of them and becomes that person so yeah uh he was talking with it looks like entertainment tonight and then star wars stuff on twitter picked this up and uh, as i say in the article here i was way too lazy to transcribe it i mean get the fuck out of here uh i'm not gonna do that but but to kind of sum up what he was saying he was talking about his character of Moff Gideon and how he sees his character and the fact that he does look all regal and graceful and he is seemingly running the remnant empire Uh, but he also goes into he's like but he can wield this dark saber he can take care of himself he can fight and do his own dirty work which, according to Giancarlo, creates the possibility, and this is his words, the, yeah. the possibility that he is one of the ones. Almost like uh, Neo from The
1: Matrix. So what he's saying is that he is going to bring in a, 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 a digital world, and, and really the Mandalorian is done inside of Imperial computers. This is not a real thing that's happening in Star
0: Wars is <laughs> right. it's all digital he's Neo his his name is actually Neo and yeah. what we're what we've been watching is a prequel for Matrix 4 exactly that, so that's this what is, the Mandalorian is we called it print it take it to the bank it's been broke <laughs> here on the Star Wars time yeah, show we, we got it but you, no but I mean wh- I don't know if you listened to the clip Nick I, yeah. uh, I you you're for damn sure I'm not going to try playing it right now especially because we've, <laughs> we've already had a a disaster tech issue on the show Uh, But to me, the ones do sound like Force users. I mean, I I guess you could argue maybe he was a former Mandalorian. Uh, That's how he knows about Din and and this, that, and the other thing and how he got the Darksaber. Uh, But I also kind of want to take it back to where we were speculating on after we learned about the Camino and scientists in the show. Uh, They're looking for this baby Yoda. We know the baby Yoda has the force Mm -hmm. and we know Moff Gideon, his main purpose in life is to secure the child.
1: Exactly. Uh, So I
0: think we've kind of taken in the fact that he may be trying to science himself, yeah some force powers or yeah, science like himself a a unit of of force sensitive troopers stuff like that
1: mm-hmm. gene gene therapy is like what's you know like is a scientific like it's like a science fiction thing gene therapy i don't know if it's real or not but like gene therapy is probably the closest that we would know to like oh, what, I, you can even be call happening.
0: it it'd be like steroids but it would make permanent genetic changes, which I guess yeah. some steroids do like HGH makes your fucking organs enlarge and stuff. But true. <laughs> it, 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 essentially, I'm I'm thinking this guy's trying to figure out ways to inject himself and get his even his natural innate force powers kind of enhanced. Yeah, uh, there's been and- rumors that he, he may want to be a Vader like character in this remnant empire
1: yeah to, and like his best yeah his best way of doing that is whatever sort of manipulation they were doing with him through you know with baby yoda and he may have already started these this therapy this exactly treatment to, right to get the you know the the force within because remember they
0: did get like a sample that. they did get yeah. a sample before din stolen back out of the safe house
1: yeah. So
0: uh, you know, we uh, we had some people in the chat here thinking is he a former inquisitor? Is that is that how he could be part of the ones? I, I don't it's know. It's
1: very possible. Uh, I mean, he whips a cape, and you we know that the you know, at least the seventh sister or second
0: sister whipped a cape. I mean right, he, he had some shiny gloss armor, you know, he's whipping yeah, some, some tie was, armor there. Uh he did he does have that, like he says, this this very regal look to him, but don't let that mm-hmm. look fool you. I think that's what Esposito was trying to, to get across, like, hey, listen. Yeah, he looked all regal and Krennic-like, if you will, at the end of Mandalorian Season 1, but don't worry. He has that saber for a reason. It sounds like he earned it, and it sounds like he knows how to use it expertly. Yeah. Uh, You know, he can fight and do his own dirty work. So I I think what Giancarlo was was essentially saying, like, listen— this isn't just a Krennic that found a nice toy that some one of his minions got for him, this, this weapon of power, this Darksaber. This is someone that knows how to wield it, knows the powers behind it, and knows the the magic of where it came from. And and he's trying to tap into that or maybe has already tapped into it. So we, we know he's going to fight. I mean, he's already talked multiple times about how many props he's broken for season two. So he is going to get in a, <laughs> in a laser sword fight more than likely with Ahsoka if all that's going to come true. If it's not with Ahsoka, it's got to be with, with Mando. Uh, I, I don't see how he fights anyone else with a lightsaber if it's not yeah. one of our named characters.
1: It's unless like, Mando comes across a lightsaber somewhere like he finds one, which is very possible. Uh, I would imagine it's so good too. So I'm yeah, I mean, I'm I'm super excited. Did you, did you listen character. to it,
0: Nick? I don't know. I, I mean, did. because it's really it's how you interpret what he's saying, because he, he what he says at the end, one of the ones. I mean, One of the ones. I think it can
1: do that. Yeah, I
0: think it's him as a human speculating. I don't think he's tipping a hand or anything. I think, again, it's just an actor he's kind of wondering based on what he's read and acted like yeah i think I, yeah i character. think this character is going this way and he may be revealed as force sensitive either naturally or through a shot to the asshole
1: yeah yeah i agree with that and he i think he even alludes to and at some point in the clip is like he can you know he can wield the dark saber but he's also proficient with it like he he's right. not he's not you know you you know not you know skilled with a blade he he knows how to use one
0: so i don't know or if just that saying was... he can fight and do his own dirty work i mean typically yeah. the, the leader of the empire someone at his level is not really looking to do his own dirty work
1: yeah and you know within the empire there were so many officers that were basically there you know, in their position out of nepotism. Yeah, they're, they're, or they're chumps
0: or they just needed a job. I mean, they just, yeah. or they got conscripted. I mean, you got to remember the empire was shit. I mean, they, yeah. they were tyrants. It was a, you know, a fascism, a dictatorship, anything you want to say. I mean, it, it, they were bad news.
1: Yeah. So if they he, showed he up on your be, planet, they're
0: taking like, your kids. I mean, look in, look in the Rise of Skywalker. I mean, it was a, such a subplot, but they were on Kajimi to steal kids to man those Sith Star Destroyers.
1: Yeah. Yeah, I mean it's 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 crazy. So he may have been like an actual like he actually earned his post. He actually was a soldier, a fighter. Who who you know survived and well, worked yeah, maybe, again. And c- so.
0: He could have been a a, a Mandalorian super commando that that, that joined the Empire when they took over Mandalorian. I, I, who knows? It, it was a it was a fun little bite. I'm sure it was just Jean Carlo doing what he's paid to do, teasing stuff, getting some clicks, and getting idiots to talk about it. And and he did his job. So I do have to mention from the chat here, one six shooter has a a great name for the remnant remnant empire that we're going to steal, even though he has trademarked it. (laughs) The Rempire.
1: The Rempire.
0: I like it. All right. So we speak your name, Trevor. Rempire it (laughs) is from here on out. All right, so here it is, man. The big one. The big news that kind of came out of left field. It was odd that this got released on a Monday. Monday is not a big PR day. That's usually Tuesday or Thursday. Uh, Definitely Tuesday for video games, usually Thursday for uh, cinema. But hey, Lucasfilm dropped it out. I I, I think it was an error, to be honest with you, because when they posted the official post on StarWars.com, it got deleted and then reposted uh but lucasfilm has announced the next animated star wars series and it is called the bad batch you know what it makes me think
1: of this just real quick i wonder if our buddies at mad engine our buddy action figure snap we got a bad batch t-shirt we did and i wonder if they ordered those shirts to be made because of this
0: we have this shirt Yeah, it's the blue one.
1: I mean, it doesn't look like that. It's it's a blue shirt, and it has Clone Force ninety nine on it. It says Ah, the bad batch right up top. There
0: we go. Hey, look at that. We already got motherfucking series shirts. Just like we got
1: merch already, guy. Where the (laughs) fuck are y'all? We knew about this
0: weeks ago. Of course. (laughs) If we were like Kessel Run Radio, we should just said, hey, they're gonna make another Clone Wars series, but it's not gonna be with the main characters yeah uh, and yeah okay we'll give them their credit I guess they hit here I, I don't specifically remember their first reveal being that it's going to be the Bad Batch I know eventually they kind of supplemented that it may be the Bad Batch but trust me they are taking their victory laps on reddit yeah and on their YouTube channel, and they look smug as fuck, but I guess I probably would too. Uh, either way, I still think we're better than them. Uh, but here we go. <laughs> we're so definitely more We are getting a... This is official. This is dropping in 2021. This isn't fan series. This is the real deal. Yep. Lucasfilm Animation is picking up with the Bad Batch that we met in season seven of The Clone Wars. So we got who we got? Hunter, Wrecker, Tech, and fuck uh,
1: hot, uh, uh it wasn't hawkeye it the, was the, the sniper d- guy yeah the
0: sniper guy
1: damn it sharp shoot.
0: oh no, well no. i fucked that up i'm a loser but anyways the, the bad batch is coming back and the the this series is going to be set post the events of the clone wars which is quite nice so we should get narratives that revolve around these guys trying to navigate their way in a post order 66 universe so the empire is rising um, I, they didn't really make a, 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 uh, they didn't make it a thing I'm talking about the empire, Nick, they didn't make it a point to go around and kill clones, right? They just figured they, they'd die out because they were all accelerated anyways.
1: Yeah. I mean, some of the, I mean, you know, most of the clones were still under the Imperial programming. So they just became stormtroopers, And then they just assumed, which is why later in, you know, the, the Imperial reign, you have... People being conscripted, people being uh, recruited to join the empire, but they just assume, like, hey, these clones are going to die out anyway, so it's not really a big deal. Um, Yeah,
0: they're asking, yeah, the the bad batch is going to take place. It's gone. Like, the Republic's gone. Post Order 66, the empire is rising. That's when this is going to be set. Uh, so, crosshair was the. Yeah, Crosshair. Slander. There we go. So we'll be following those guys, and you have to assume Echo's still with them. Echo
1: is going to be involved, I would uh, imagine. Yeah. And, sure. and
0: I would think, I think the tone this show is probably going to take is them going around trying to find named clones Cody, Wolf, Gregor, you know, shit like that. I mean, we know Gregor and Wolf, they make it in The Rebels. So there's a story to be told there. Uh this isn't in the, the official press release but the bozos that supposedly leaked this uh they they they're saying Rex and Ahsoka will kind of cross paths with the show but they're not going to be Makes, a main focus which yeah. which does make sense.
1: Makes sense. Yeah.
0: Uh, we're, we're just a general feedback from our chat doesn't seem like too many people were uh huge fans of the Bad Batch. Um I mean I think that the way that they're built, the way
1: that 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 Filoni in and crew built this this team is that they are they're like specialists and they're supposed to have their own quirks and personalities that would make a really cool series to bounce off each other I know this isn't necessarily what people would want right out of the gate in terms of new animated Star Wars content like you probably wanted some sort of Rebels follow-up or something like that but I think this this will be interesting to watch because it is such an inflammatory period right of, of the galactic civil war that's happening here. I mean, it's, it's, and it says here at the, in the press release, it says in post Clone Wars era, they'll take on daring mercenary missions as they struggle to stay afloat and find new purpose. So I think that specifically for these characters, it's going to be cool to see how they adjust and how they stay off of Imperial radar, I think.
0: Well, yeah, because um, they weren't, they weren't normal anyways i mean they were mm-hmm. they were all uh, essentially defective but in a good way to a point that they could be used to do some of the really fucked up missions yeah. uh and they were they were kind of they were very strong archetypes of hey wrecker's the meathead hunter is literally john rambo yeah uh, crosshair he's the grisly old sniper guy you know i expected him to have a cigar in his mouth and then you got the, t- the techie nerdy guy that's always saves a day with his brain uh, and then, obviously, Echo joined them. So I, I, I do think there could be some interesting stories here, especially, like I said, if we – hey, uh, we still don't know what the hell happened to Cody. That's a pretty famous clone. He he started in the live-action movies, got fleshed out in Clone Wars. That'd be nice just to kind of get an end to his story. As I said earlier, we need to figure out how Wolf, Gregor, and Rex team back up and end up on yep. that planet. Uh, There's stuff, obviously, with Ahsoka to get in there. There's there's additional threads you could run with Echo being a part of their crew. Uh, So who knows? I mean, did they have the Order 66 chips because they were defective? I don't know are yeah, they different are they not be... aging uh, i mean i don't know is are people from the empire using them for mercenary missions uh, i think having the bad batch it, it opens them up for all sorts of little arcs that can be told yeah. brand new ones as well as ones that will help flesh out some content we already know bits and pieces of yeah uh, i i'd argue i would have there are other characters from clone wars that probably would have been more interesting i mean I think every one of us would raise our hands and be like, "Hey, just give us Rex and Ahsoka." Yeah, you know, pick up a, a year or so after that, the, the end of the finale. But I don't know. I mean, the, the Bad Batch—they're they're fun if anything else, mm-hmm. and I, I, I hopefully they balance the the fun of the Bad Batch and how they act with each other, while also exploring some Star Wars and adding new Star Wars canon that that will be relevant to us nuts you know yeah. that, that 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 stitch other properties back into bad batch you know what i mean i think
1: i think the reason that they ran with this is because one thing that that Filoni had called out specifically when speaking about the clone wars was he was surprised at how you know attached people got to the named clones and i think that's what heavily influenced the decision to make this show right now? Like not not that we won't get a Rex and Ahsoka show, or not that this is the only animated Star Wars that we're ever going to get moving forward. But I think that the affinity for the name clones and how people got attached to right. how the clones played off each other played a huge part in making this show. In I, particular. I don't
0: think this is a knee jerk to the reception season seven got. Uh, no, I think this no. is something that, that has, was probably in the works.
1: Yeah, I mean the the only reason like that the Bad Batch arc was included in season seven clearly now was was to for include, this was, was for this like <laughs> like you don't just like you don't play season seven and say like oh what do we do now it's like oh the Bad Batch team cool let's make a whole series out of it no, exactly. like this was this was in right. the works like. You
0: know. And really, the, the the Bad Batch, as the Bad Batch has been around for a while too. I mean, they they were still in the the conceptual work. I mean, it's not like season seven just sprung up this year. That the, a lot of those episodes had been almost finished years and years ago before it got canceled out. So, uh, in the end, my friends, I know there's some people in the chat that that aren't huge fans of, of the Bad Batch, and, and that's fine. I I get it, but. It's it's Star Wars, right? I mean, yeah. I've said this a million times. I, I watched Star Wars: Resistance season one and two. Was it the most excellent of animated Star Wars of all time? Absolutely not. But it was Star Wars. It gave me some good little stories here and there, and introduced some neat characters. That's yeah. what I'm expecting with Bad Batch. Is it going yeah. to drop shit on me? That's going to get me all emotional like the Clone Wars finale did. Maybe not, but there's a chance. There's a chance. There's still enough of those characters in there, and in the time period this is going to be set in, where we could get some great canon added to the franchise. So
1: it's uh, it's Star Wars, and more importantly, it's Filoni Star Wars. Like Dave Filoni is he's attached. Yeah,
0: he's he's like EP at this point, which just means Mm -hmm. he's getting credits to get paid. Uh, but uh, Filoni ain't going to let any still, shit roll out the door.
1: Yeah. Like he's going to keep an eye on this. It's like, and it says, you know, th- one of the, the, the closing things is while the clone wars may have come to its conclusion, our partnership with the groundbreaking storytellers and artists at Lucasfilm animation is only beginning. We are thrilled to bring Dave Filoni's vision to life through the next adventures of the right. bad batch. So this was Filoni's idea. Like this. Yeah, wasn't.
0: And by what I mean, by executive produced, he, essentially put the team together so he's handpicked people that have worked Mm -hmm. on his other projects so yeah
1: this is this is
0: Filoni graced it is going to be good yes I think a lot of you in the chat here you are correct in wondering why the Bad Batch and they were kind of flat I have full faith that this series will be just fine. And I have a feeling we'll probably get more than a season based on the reception of it. And yeah. uh, And this is going to be 2021. I I would expect probably a a spring release, but in this day and age, who the fuck knows? I'd imagine twenty
1: twenty one. If like, if, you know, if a lot of these projects come to fruition, I mean, we've heard the, the rumored somewhat rebel sequel animated series. that was supposed to be, you know, that may be announced later this year. We now we have Bad Batch 2021. We have potentially, um, Casting Andor series 2021. I mean, no, it's well, I, pretty, I'm, am I'm that ain't gonna
0: happen. I, just, just because of the disease, the virus. I, this yeah. stuff, the, the animated stuff, though, I could see still being doable, uh, unless you got to do a lot of mocap. I, I don't know how much mocap they did outside of those fight scenes for the final season of Clone Wars. Uh, but you could probably do most of the animation work in a remote setting. So, probably I, so I would assume yeah. this one's going to stay on track. That's why I'm thinking it. Hell, it, maybe it's even a, a February drop like like Clone Wars was. So could be. For sure. That, it, like I said, it was just kind of out of nowhere. Uh, a Monday, July 13, it, there was no significance. It, it was odd. So I, I think an intern again might have hit the publish Slipped button in. a
1: little too soon. Yeah. That was sitting in draft and they yeah, did and not then, want then, to release that just yet. Then
0: here we go. Or, or this would have been something maybe they were saving for, for celebration. So. Yeah. So,
1: um, I mean, is it the series that I would have guessed or uh, that I would have immediately wanted?
0: No, but it makes sense I, when you hear it. Yeah. It's like okay.
1: Also, like I think that the this, the reception that this is getting is very similar to what the reception was around Rebels. Like when Rebels was first announced, there, people were like, "Why the fuck are you doing this?" Like we don't care about these characters. We want the continuation of the Clone hey, Wars. Hey, big
0: surprise! We're a bunch of angry fuckheads. Yeah, I mean, and then
1: Rebels turned out to be an incredible series, and and it built some really awesome characters, and it gave context to some. I mean, it brought Grand Admiral Thrawn back into back into canon in a a you know a moving pictures format. So I I mean, Rebels did a lot of good stuff. Yes,
0: that was a non words and shit Thrawn. So yeah, I I like no
1: words and shit there, people. That was moving (laughs)
0: pictures. I love. So, I hope we remember words and shit. That that was a good <laughs> one. I do like words and shit and rempire. Got to yeah. got to beat it into the gray matter. Words and shit. Say it with me, friends. Words and words shit. And we shit. don't like words them. We only like when pictures move real fast. Okay. Uh, yeah. Um, so hey, we're getting animated Star Wars coming 2021 i'll golf clap it up i'm yeah, excited I'm, I'm
1: a fan I, uh Two thumbs some up. commentary here
0: to. again the other good thing about this and i think most of you are probably right but we'll probably get some black series figures based on these guys that's, true. And, that's very uh, true. i would love to have a set of the bad batch in their season seven armor hopefully they they're still whipping that armor come their own series but even an echo would be nice uh i'm all over it but there there's, there's a rumor we talked about this sdcc exclusive right nick uh, we we're we we're hoping to be Cad Bane. I know mm-hmm. Bossa Jan sent us something that it, it may be a, a a season seven Clone Wars four pack. Uh, so who knows? Uh, but I, I think everyone's kind of right here. At least us toy collectors that if we're getting a bad batch series, there's a great chance we're going to get some new clone figures. And everyone yeah. loves their clone figures. We can at least agree on that.
1: Yeah, clone figures are always nice. Always fun for people like sir dork to blow up and and jesse everything kylo and 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 papa to to put together some pretty cool setups with so i'm 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 happy if we get the four pack or just the regular cad bane that we talked about before but you know what we just talked about some of our 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 fandoms out there some of our our loyal followers so it's time to transition into the star wars time fan segment that's right let's, let's get into it people
0: that's right you now how we do it these days we don't just jump in and start licking balls quite yet we we've introduced the question of the week which i think has been fantastic so you can thank mm-hmm. nick for that and that's what we're going to start with but then we'll also provide our latest battle of the basics update and then we will get into this week's top five which is a plus top one week not honorable mention a top one uh so nick i'll let you introduce the question and get into this first reply because if you can tell on the camera i am squeezing my penis which means i gotta (laughs) really take a whiz so i'll be right back go ahead
1: so yes the question of the week this week was if you could choose to be one of these three roles in star wars what would be bounty hunter smuggler or soldier and why so this one here is i mean When I first started the question, I was like, oh, do I put Jedi in there? I was like, no, I don't want to put Jedi. Jedi and Sith, like, people want to choose that because it's badass. You can use Force powers. You got a cool, like, blade and stuff like that. What are some of the more, you know, down-to-earth professions in Star Wars that you could do? So, um, to kick off some of the responses, and I put this out yesterday, we got about 35 responses at this point. So, if you want to, you can still go and answer, but we're giving our answers now. Um, So, to kick it off, we have Aussie Star Wars... Unboxer, uh, never seen, never seen a, a response from him yet, but he got a good one here. He said he would be a smuggler for sure, like a spaceship flying Robin Hood to take things from the haves and give them to the have-nots. I thought that was a really fun uh, response here and you know yeah i, I like
0: I, that i like the robin hood analogy yeah, the, that, the that's robin pretty hood slick guy
1: like he he wants to go and take from the empire and give to the road hopefully I, he wears man. green
0: tights when he does it too right because right. we all love men in tights
1: yeah and he's got to have like a uh he's got to have like an energy bow that he shoots kind of like janna from, from tross <laughs> so i was a fan of that response i like it all right uh, up next uh action figure noob i thought that this hey, hey, by the way was-
0: action figure noob is the all-star of question of the week he gets he, he gets chosen every time he does dude he gives good responses well he he does he is the one fan that can't join the live stream but every week he makes sure to schedule time to watch our dumb faces on his tv which is just encased in collectible <laughs> figures so there we go we dude, speak your name brian we speak your name
1: there we go. Um, his response, which I thought was going to be either not picked or one of the least picked ones, but we had a good, uh, good couple uh, of responses for Soldier. And he said, uh, Soldier, traits I'm known for in my personal life and job is dedication, hard work, and uh, hardworking and loyalty uh so this is the way and he says well now a soldiers need a catchphrase (laughs) because this is the way is the mandalorian one so okay just uh, an update for for the chat
0: people because they are amazed at my pissing abilities uh i am wearing sweat shorts so i just lifted one leg up let the old (laughs) guy hang out so there was no touching of the penis so yes i did not wash my hands
1: that's Matt's update from his well, recent. They're
0: asking. They, I mean, Spencer <laughs> and and Trevor just said, uh, I, "I I went p too fast," and they want to know how. So I explained. I told you, I, Matt I did not that has
1: a bucket right yeah. off screen. Yeah, yeah. I just I just it.
0: run away, piss in the bucket, and come back. But I yeah. let out some really great gas, and I was hoping the mic would pick <laughs> it up. But I guess it. Didn't. I don't think it
1: did. <laughs> I don't think it did. But uh, uh, so action figure noob is going on the soldier route. And then getting into Agosto too. Agosto toy photography. Uh, he thinks he would uh, be a, a perfectly highly skilled soldier. So he says, not as skilled as a royal guard, but maybe a death trooper. Because realistically, could I be a bounty hunter or smuggler? Almost certainly not.
0: So yeah, I like the, I, I would definitely. Soldier. I would roll in the death trooper. Like if I had to join a stormtrooper squad, it, it would be the death oh yeah dude i think that a i'm definitely really too cool. short to be a stormtrooper but uh, that that black armor and their their modulated mics thats just badass
1: dude i think uh i think rebel shock trooper like cara dune would be pretty fun too i think that would be a a, a nice yeah, i
0: agree but it, it always goes back to my obsession with the empire and how they look though i mean yeah you, you, you know for sure armor. right you know for sure cara you know the rebellion she probably had no gear she probably just had that tattoo to protect her under her eye because you know Rebels are a bunch of fucking poor hobos.
1: Dude, that's what's so badass about rebel shock troopers, though, is that they had fucking nothing. They didn't have armor. They had shitty guns. Right. They had all that, and they still fucking (laughs) killed Imperials left and right.
0: (laughs) Um, That's all right. I'll be cannon fodder, but I'll look damn good dying. Yeah,
1: you'll look really good. I will look awesome
0: Um, getting shot.
1: (laughs) Next up, we got Baron's Black Series, a.k.a. Spencer. Spencer's in the chat. He wants to be a bounty hunter. He said... They have the coolest attire in the galaxy and the coolest gadgets plus freedom you report to yourself only a soldier has to follow orders a smuggler has someone to answer to if they fail their job or get caught Bounty Hunters just have their prey to worry about and maybe pissing off well, competitors, bare, but hey. hey,
0: they, they, they owe their allegiance and there is a, a code to the Bounty Hunter guild, right? I mean, yeah. Uh, I'll say you've seen that now through Mando, you got
1: to answer if you don't get your bounty done.
0: Yeah. I mean, you, you can't, you can't take a puck and then not return it or you're going to get fucked up. So
1: yeah. So <laughs> uh good response there by Spencer. So Nico Tron here in the chat. Now, I, this. I, this is my favorite response. He said, "I'd love to be a bounty hunter, but I'm but I already smoke a lot of spice, so maybe a smuggler
0: would be good." <laughs> I love it. I, I love, love the that. hardcore Star Wars time fans. Now I know why they like us. Yeah, it, this it's is it's it's like a like like minds type of shit here, right? So
1: yeah, <laughs> yes. So so
0: so Nico he, likes to smoke him some trees. Therefore, he's like, "Hey, fuck it."
1: He'd be a spice runner, yeah, just like just,
0: fucking Poe. Just try not to try not to smoke all your shipment, bro. Yeah, and you do, gotta make do sure not that dump you your skip, spice. Do not yeah. dump your spice at the Don't sign of a it. star
1: destroyer. Don't <laughs> <I> smoke it. Lit <laughs> only a little bit uh, off the top. I already smoke a lot of spice. Where they would I love
0: it. I love it.
1: Um, tones here <laughs> cheating as usual. All three, he says. Tones with the tones. All three. In you the, son of a bitch. You gotta pick one, sir. In the Star Wars universe, it pays to have a strong skill set to get what you need Uh, utilizing all three traits gives you a huge advantage over other opponents um look at the look at it as a multi-skilled mercenary who's adept in a wide variety of skills fighting for the side that pays the best price while keeping neutral to serve your needs look at that
0: i'm sorry i i I just i'm picturing nico on on the falcon just literally huffing through all the spice going like oh shit man chewy Punch it! We gotta
1: deliver this shit, bro. Dude, he, he would say that he had to dump the <laughs> shipment, but really he just used it all uh, on, in route.
0: <laughs>
1: <laughs> so that would be that would be Nico. Oh there. my god! And then tones would be playing all three roles. He would be a soldier for both sides. He'd be taking bounties for both sides, and he'd be smuggling for both sides.
0: Well, I mean, I guess technically Han Solo is is the tones then, right? Outside the bounty stuff.
1: Yeah, because like Han Han was definitely soldier
0: slash soldier slash smuggler smuggler for sure. And he
1: was a soldier for both sides. And he, I don't know if he smuggled for both sides because really,
0: if you're smuggling, technically smuggled Luke and Ben, old Ben. Yeah.
1: So that was for the rebellion. Right. And then he, I mean, he did kind of smuggle for Crimson Dawn.
0: Yeah. Well, the 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 Hutt Cartel. Well, yeah. Yeah. You're you're right. Yeah. His first ever smuggle was for Crimson Dawn yeah so the only thing he's missing is bounty hunting and i'm sure at some point in time han has hunted someone down probably just fucking capped his ass because
1: han always shoots first he does he does that was a a lucas mistake there but um yeah i mean i guess that that's your closest to being the full trio is is all right mr tones solo Uh, the Daily Imperial says, I'd smuggle refugees off war-torn planets in the Republic era, saving them from the CIS. There we go. And I guess the G-A-R is the Galactic Republic? I don't know what the A is. I got
0: me on that one.
1: Uh, Galactic Republic. So he would play, he'd be a smuggler. <laughs> That's how but, that
0: parses uh, out in your head? Yeah. Ga-alactic.
1: Galactic. <laughs> the, the R is a lactic. I like it.
0: <laughs> yeah. I don't know if GA if anybody knows what GAR is I assume that uh, he like like galactic republic. Yeah, anyone because we're clearly not Star Wars fans. So what uh, I, I know CIS is the Confederacy of Cres- Independent, Independent Systems. Systems.
1: Yeah, I don't, uh, don't know what GAR is. GAR character. Kind
0: of R- I love that shit. Galactic uh, <laughs> republic. <laughs> All right. Um, uh, so he's playing both sides as
1: a smuggler, daily imperial uh, <laughs> scion i'd find a way to be oh, all three again fucking stealing from shit. tones maximize my profit and my reputation being all being the best of all three i'd be the go-to guy for top bounties and smuggling missions and i'd be able to set my prices for high uh set my prices high as a soldier for hire, hire. <laughs> um, monkey money not monkey you money you motherfucker this is
0: starting to become my favorite segment of the show i don't know if i'm just cracked out right now or what but i'm just laughing nonstop <laughs> over here thinking about these responses i know it's like oh. also the like for those of you for
1: Scion and for tones you're picking all three how much time do you think it takes to do just well one? i like I, I, I got
0: another example just came to mind uh, i think we could argue expertly in fact that din the is all three din okay yeah he, I he's, he's been a he was three. a soldier on that planet for those people he's essentially at this point smuggling a a child and we know he's one of the best bounty hunters out there so true
1: so one of the links that I put in actually I don't know why it broke but it's not working. Uh, um, but that was from Sir Dork. Um, so I'll I'll just read this one off of the post. Oh yeah, itself. We, I
0: remember you did have a, a Dorker in there. So yeah, I
1: don't I don't know what happened to it, but it's not lo- it's not loading back in our Slack channel. So Sir Dork says this. He says, "Do what's best for the galaxy and join the rebellion." Fucking soldier, Sir Dork. He would be a he would be a, a, a an explosive expert. Yeah. He would he would definitely be. <laughs> uh, Planting mines and using rocket launchers to blow up the oh, empire. Yeah,
0: yeah. That, he that guy gets no guns. Only things that blow up, so thermal yeah. detonators, you name it.
1: Exactly. So that's the that's the answers this week from the Peanut Gallery from the yeah. Fandos yeah. Good, who good, good
0: job, everyone. That that was a fun segment. And no, I am not drinking again. And no, mm-hmm. I am not on anything else. I, just, I don't know. I just sometimes I laugh. I. When I read stuff, I, I create images in my head and I kind of you know, roll <laughs> off that tangent. And then the Nico one got me. And then Nick <laughs> Nick breaking down G-A-R into Galactic Republic. That, that was it's fucking like, man, gold. That's, that's the um, only
1: thing that I can think of. But we've got so, it cleared
0: up now. It's the Grand Army of the Republic. Grand <laughs> Army of the Republic. It's the same thing. It's the No same way, thing. man. Yours is the best. Ba- I'm running with that. Galactic. Galactic Republic. <laughs> run with it
1: <laughs> all right <laughs> then go
0: all right battle of the base i got to get the battle fuck out of, of here the bases. here we go
1: <laughs> so the first one that i put up this week was uh rex versus rex, captain rex versus cartho nassi cartho nassi from the old republic yeah, and, and
0: rex was part of the galactic galactic republic, republic.
1: <laughs> and then uh so the way that this broke down it was pretty uh. pretty Stompy here, 85% to 15% for cars, 76, uh, uh. 76 votes to 13. Um, so, so notable voters <laughs> on the Rex side, which should be probably everybody. Um, you got Agosto here. You got SWTBS Wild Wing, Action Figure Snaps, Rust Bell Collector, uh, Beer Man Photography, who may be mentioned later in the show today, Star Wars 73, Star Wars Toy 73. Uh, everything
0: Kylo. I know. I know Klondike replied to this one. And, Let's see where his, he voted. His, his just his justification was that you know Cad would take it because Bosk is a bounty hunter meathead. Well, I believe. Well, is what this he said. is the
1: this is Rex versus Karth. Oh my bad, that. I'm looking at yeah. the wrong screen. <laughs> I have
0: the wrong one up.
1: So Sir Dork <laughs> voted for Rex. Nico voted for Rex. Tones, Matt Jessup, all of the Cryo. Baron's Black Series, Klondike Photography, all the big, you know, the big name fans. Action figure Noob voted for Karth. Uh, Star Wars Black, Greggy Bird voted for Karth. So let's get some. Uh, Greg Greg
0: left the show as soon as he found out hats were coming. He's like, okay, I got I got my fix. You
1: want to see? You know, I guarantee you that these two accounts are made by Greg. What? One of them is SWT underscore hats, (laughs) 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 and then one of them is SWT assholes for life. Oh yeah,
0: there you go. No, there it's like he, he he had this whole campaign on the assholes thing and then he thought uh, we were mad at him for some reason or whatever. We're right?
1: not mad at him. Uh, hey, I, Greg, things.
0: anytime I, I push back on IG, it, it's never really that serious. I'll let you know if I'm ever being serious. Yeah, I, the one so, time I told him to fuck off because he he like promoted Star Bros podcast or something. they were probably uh, great guys. They're down there in Australia. Yeah,
1: they're they're the Aussie. They're the hometown. But, but I was like, hey, you know,
0: it was, just, it was something. I was like, my initial reaction was like, hey, hey Greg, go fuck yourself. Essentially. <laughs> so, and I don't no, th- think he thought I was being serious, but
1: no, man, we're never serious on this. Hey, show it's all right.
0: I mean, uh <laughs> Papa Palpatine hasn't rejoined the show since we got in that little debate a few months back. So it is what it yeah, is,
1: Papa. <laughs> Come on, man. I will tell you
0: I did reach out and offered him to come on the show to debate and he never replied. So there you go.
1: Papa, we always look. We don't even need to debate. You're a fantastic toy. I don't want to. I just want to
0: talk to him. Like I I just want. I want to do the
1: toy photography.
0: I want to get back into the interview set where it's not toy photocast where we just focus on that. We kind of focus on you as a Star Wars fan first, and then you know move into how that kind of influenced your your toy photography hobby.
1: See, man, I want to get Papa on because Papa. I will say this, there were a lot of people, when we first started doing the top five, and I know we're doing a little tangent here before we get to the next Battle of Basics, when we first started doing the top five, there were three people that, that blew my mind, that really kind of fucking exploded my head in terms of what could be done in toy photography. Initially, three people right up front. It was Jared, it was Jesse, and then it was Papa. And... Oh, nope.
0: Jesse hates us now too. Well, he doesn't Jesse hate us; he just doesn't listen to us anymore. Wow,
1: look at that man! All of our friends now yeah. hate us. What yeah, did we one do? One of to the them? OG
0: goats just uh it doesn't even rep the Star Wars time show anymore. He, he too busy votes. making dioramas He voted now. on the
1: he voted on the as soon as soon
0: as he got a, an ad deal with Hasbro you know he just he's too big for the show now uh, he's gotta he's gotta go through <laughs> his Hasbro rep to see if it's okay yeah. he, that he's, he's repp- like all the other big names now <laughs> doesn't tag us doesn't like us thanks hey, for here a here bunch of losers which we are he's but gotta, we at least appreciate those of you that pretend
1: he's got to make sure that he can still support the Star Wars time show (laughs) through his Hasbro rep because if he reps us and then Hasbro and then we come to find out that Hasbro hates us they will cut him off
0: where Um, are you Jesse we
1: love you we We speak your name and it was for three different reasons it was like Jared has this incredible style where like he like what he does with like using water and using fireworks and, and yeah, he's, just this he's, a, um, he's a he's
0: a he's a bokeh master.
1: Yeah. Like the, the things that he could capture in in frame with his camera in such a dynamic setting where well, he's you fucking are crazy using, too
0: i mean the guy like literally when we first started talking was using a blow torch not yeah, like, like the blow torch lighters a fucking blow torch like, like he, a
1: legit he could have
0: he could have taken a shot and then went and welded something together yeah like, it, it was legit so, uh, so jesse was, jesse's the particle action guy like yeah part, particle effects like, and action poses that's everything kylo uh-huh. and then
1: with 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 papa he's a scene he's just master the, br- the brutality of right. his exactly of his scenes and like his the work that he put into building these fucking incredible scenes with with character like with also just his mashups like he loves mashing up alien and star wars well I his mean,
0: brother remember the clones has been doing a uh, T 800 versus mando series oh, I, mean, that's kind uh, of I, I featured list. a few of those but those are pretty rad too
1: yeah i mean so like those three so i mean like we've had jared on and he's actually guested as a host on the podcast one time when i was out well he almost did it
0: twice until he forgot how to fucking record stuff (laughs)
1: that was hilarious (laughs) yeah yes jared uh, we
0: bring it up anytime anytime he mentions it i'm gonna bring it up thank you
1: yeah I mean, and I would love to get Pop on here. I'd love to get Jesse on here. We've also had Jason on here work more or
0: less. Which I mean, Jason, we had is we just had like everything a- lined up, but then all this shit happened, and, and yeah, you I know, see. he got to his dios, and who knows? I mean, yeah. hey, if you are listening, Jesse, we're just fucking around. Trust me. Uh, yeah. Hopefully, you're if doing you- all right because you you never know in this time, in, in this uh, age we're living in you don't know what the fuck's going on in someone's life. Yeah.
1: You, you, you never know. You never know. Dude. It's, it's like a, every it's Tuesday I learned
0: something time. new about this guy. It's like the one week is like, oh yeah, I'm, I'm self quarantined. Taylor might have COVID. I'm like, oh, that, that sounds like an interesting weekend. <laughs> yeah. Like, it was a
1: very interesting, like, you have no dude, idea. Do, I'm just telling you like, for those of you out there who, who like don't get that part of it, be self isolating. We only had to do it for five days until, or four days until she got her test results back. But just those four days was the
0: most. It's so stressful. It blows. I did it for forty-eight hours here, dude. And I have it. my basement's loaded. I got pretty much everything I need. The only thing I have to do is go up my room and wash out my asshole. But it's it, you. It's like anything you touch. You're like, okay, I got to fucking wash hands. Got to clean this. That exactly. I, I totally,
1: dude. It's 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 nuts. It's very stressful. So, but yeah, man, I'd love to have pop on, and I'd love to have you know, like some even some people who are in the chat right now that are, you know, toy photographers and do incredible work. Like I, I, we never try to alienate anybody. We joke around a lot on the show with you guys, especially you guys who are, you know, interact with us a lot through Instagram. Oh, yeah. and there's Facebook a core. And the chat, there's definitely
0: like a core group of hardcore. Th- but th- We the never Fandos. aim
1: to to right. alienate or to right. to make anybody feel bad. It's all in good fun, what we say. So I hope that we, ne- we didn't really get Papa angry and he's no longer a supporter of the show. Um, but, uh, you know, I would love to have
0: Anthony on here if he's not, and just have hey, a conversation. Tough shit. Let's move yeah. on to the next one. So, here. <laughs> um, hey, next we, we up love here, you too, battle, Trevor. We love you too, buddy.
1: Battle battle of the basics. Well, yeah, I mean, th- we have to get Trevor on here as well. Well, well here's I mean, I the deal. Like, I think... know what
0: he's talking about. He, he, he wants to be on the show too, and he should be on the show and, and he would be a great fill in co-host. Cause I mean, he does this himself. He, he knows, knows the, the ropes. He yeah. knows how to hit record. Right, Jared? So <laughs> yeah, it just comes down to at this point in time, time schedules, literally. do we do interviews? Do we do two shows a week? If we do an interview show, do we do it with three people at once? It's kind of, it could get a little squirrely having myself, Nick, and a guest on. So who knows? But yeah. it's something we are working on. And when we say we're working on something, expect it to be ready within six months to a year. Yeah, exactly. But yeah, right, so. we'll, get, we'll, get, we'll get back to it one six we'll shooter thanks for the reminder i'll be in touch
1: yes uh next up we got the next battle of basics this was Bosk number seven <laughs> versus Bane number 10 and i feel like um matt's you know matt's speaking about cad bane on previous shows may have influenced his vote a little bit 69 percent for cad 31 uh, i think for i Boss. i agree
0: with the masses here and, and like i you said do, you do. klondike definitely uh came out and said that the reason he went cad if he did vote cad was because bosk is a bounty hunter meathead kind of like a dummy right he is he's Uh, like he's a trandoshan and trandoshans
1: are definitely known for their are they more muscle than anything yeah they're, they're 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 more muscle you know more uh brawn than brains you could say so uh cad bane is a much more cerebral bounty hunter like he doesn't <laughs> he does not necessarily just run at you hit you with things and then you die like he he has a brain yeah, dude, like i said up. i
0: thought cad could have been top five in, in the bracket in terms of just his well, his skill set
1: he may be he may be i mean i don't know if i would consider a number 10 to cinderella i guess you could just about half of the bracket but he's doing well so far 69 31 notable bosk voters let's find some here wild wing uh tones we have action figure noob here. We have... I mean, t-
0: in, in, in cryo. a pure physical sense, Bosk is definitely a more imposing figure.
1: If this was like a cage fight, and like, I right. guess it's just hard because it depends a on, like, match. I can't give, like, I can't give, like, fucking, this is exactly how the fight is going down. They're two bounty hunters, they're fighting, they're hunting each other. Like, if it was a cage match, <laughs> I think boss <laughs> wins. Like, if this is like, you know... If this is like uh, fucking Hunger Games, I think Cad wins. So, oh, so
0: yeah, if they if they have access to weapons, Cad takes it on. But if they're locked in an octagon, just yeah, just boss- fisticuffs boss destroys i I got you but that's not really how the battle the basics work because like you said best versus best and and have at it let your imagination decide there really isn't that much structure here and yeah i I didn't vote because i'm lazy but i I definitely would have went cad i just i i think cad is a a badass and i I think the fact that filoni thought so much of him to kind of have him be the guy that gives boba his dent and gives boba more street cred in the bounty hunter universe yeah community guild uh just goes to show you how big of a pimp this character was so yeah plus he just looks fucking cool i mean let's be real when it comes to mat land and star wars uh, if someone looks cool to me they're they're automatically a badass
1: yeah and i mean they like feloni thought so much a cad that he basically built a like a lot of the first season of clone wars around him like, he was one of the primary villains for that whole season. So, um, notable CAD voters here Liam. Liam Smart Photography. We have him. We have, man, Agosto. We have, man, scrolling down. Star Wars Black Series 2019. That's Greggy Boy. We got Sir Dork. We got Dad Fett. We got Klondike. We got Star Wars Toy 73. So, that's some of our Baron's Black Series, Scion, action figure snaps. So, some of the. The people who show up in our in our uh, chat a lot: Nico Tronus, Toy Box Photography, Rust Belt Collector. Uh, a lot of the, you know, uh Miss Geeky Gem. A lot of the, uh, the, the. Uh, interactive fans out there voting for I CAD wish we here. could get
0: Miss Geeky to just join the the live stream it'd be nice to have a, a female on here so a we're not just presence. surrounded by a bunch of meatheads
1: I, right. I agree this is a sausage party no, we, we've done def- of- <laughs> the Star
0: Wars time show has definitely become a haven for <laughs> a bunch of ball sacks
1: yeah so uh, I, I um, uh, <laughs> but yeah I, I would like even if Jared could get chaos cuties in here every now and then go. I know that Jared watches every now and then so uh, get chaos, Cuties in here. He better watch,
0: system. or he at least listens. That motherfucker. I'm just yeah. kidding. So
1: it's a fun, it's a fun All place, right, everybody. So,
0: there we go. That's that's the old Battle of the Basics update yes. and our question of the week, which I I had a fun time with uh, thinking about Nico smoking his spice and then Nick's Gut <laughs> G- uh, Lactic Republic.
1: Gut <laughs> G- uh, Lactic Republic. There we go. The next two battles are coming up. Uh, These are going to be the last two of the first round. So then we're going to move into the second round of the bracket. We're going to have Mando versus Gen so i have a feeling of how that's going to go you are going to have cara dune versus Candorous oro that's a mando from the old republic versus uh, uh cara is not a mandalorian is she Kiar- no no cara yeah cara dune's not a mandalorian but we have a uh, mandalorian from the old republic versus a uh, a mandalorian friend of from the the new era so those two coming up that's going to be a good one candor's versus cara that's, a, that's an interesting... Right, so I want to see how that breaks get the, down.
0: Get those thumbs ready. You can find all this or at least the voting apparatus on Instagram at Star Wars Time Show. So yes. check it. Nick will be dropping them. Get to voting. And when it comes to the battles, you have to tap in the story. Don't just In leave the a stories.
1: Comment. In the story. I put it in the in the post every time I put the post up. Vote in the story.
0: So oh, We have a new name, uh, Nick. We are the Sausage Fest Time Show. And I, I think that's a... a <laughs> very apt name for this show
1: but we have a lot of actually you know when i scroll through the votes there are a lot of female voters i don't call them out because they're not uh we don't you know they don't interact too much in the chatter within the the um you know the the Instagram posts and
0: stuff like that, but we
1: do have some yeah, we, female. We, we kind of stick
0: to the people that that interact with the, with the show here. Because
1: I want to make fun of them. Like if I <laughs> like, I don't want to call out. I don't want to make fun of people who don't interact right.
0: with the show. Yeah, or then that, the that would just be mean. It, it, it's, yeah. it's, it's it's a lot nicer if you just make fun of them to their face.
1: Exactly. Right? Like I want to make fun of Tones for picking all three because I know he's in the chat and he interacts a lot. so. <laughs> And I know that Scion listens at home, and that's why Uh, I make fun of him for picking all three. All Um, right,
0: well, it's time to stop making fun of our fans, and and it's it's time time to to. honor them and, and tweak their nipples, do what they like, you know, massage them a bit, puff up their egos, because... It is the top five plus top one Star Wars fan art features of the week, chosen by Nick and I get to play too during a top one week. So I have my own selection that we'll cover after Nick's top five. So, buddy, oh yeah, let's go ahead and get right into it. I was spoiled again because I keep forgetting <laughs> to send you my picks, which you means even put it
1: in the like in the, in our Slack. You're like, I got to you an my asshole, top points <laughs> like, again. I get,
0: once the day moves on and I get moved into either playing Barbie, watching. Barbie, barbie or playing outside doing this that the other thing i I just forget and it it was one at one a.m last night i'm like fuck i forgot it again now i'm gonna have to post it and do all the bullshit so (laughs) i did see the choices which i I don't like doing i like being surprised like some of you because i know we announced the top five but i know none of you actually go look at the post to see who it is (laughs) uh but that's why we're here
1: Yes. And now I'm going to turn it
0: over to Nick to introduce the first shot that belongs to an art artist.
1: Yes, a real, like a a painter, a painter. And I don't know if this is, I believe this is digital painting. And this is at Rosa Paints on Instagram. Uh, Rosa's made the top five before. One, because she's just an incredible painter. Um, And she's located in Texas. I didn't know that until I looked at her page just now, but I'm located in Texas as well. I mean... and and what we see here is a fantastic painting of Katie Sackhoff who voices Bo-Katan in the Clone Wars and in, in, uh, Uh, this uh, is
0: a, Nick, this is what we could potentially see in a Mandalorian season two art book. If all the rumors pay out and we do get live action Bo and it is played by Katie. Katie
1: Sackhoff. Yeah. I mean, this was, this was rumored out there. So this is pretty much exactly what you would see if this came true. And it was, it's such a Perfect portrayal of Katie sackoff because, like, you have ooh, my cat just jumped up here, almost knocked down the mic. Um, you have ooh. you know the red hair that is known for Bo Katan, the face is spot on, perfect portrayal of uh Katie Sackhoff. And then I love like the highlights that Rose is able to get in here with her painting, yeah. And this the is the highlights on the too. armor that's, the, that's the fucked
0: up thing, remember? We, yeah,
1: this is like real ass
0: paint, I'm pretty sure. <laughs> Like here we go, here I go, we go with all our adjectives used for real art, real Jay. ass paint. Remember, we <laughs> we just gonna stick to she arded the fuck out of. She
1: arted the shit out of this, and I mean, <laughs> it is. It's just such a like
0: you could literally like real in, ass in a paint. Few months. Like,
1: what other type of paint is there? <laughs>
0: Yeah, I don't know if it's digital paint or if it's real. Are you talking like paint that comes out of your ass, like real ass paint or what? I don't think it's that kind. No, it's it's, it's insane what these people can do with, I don't know, is this a digital brush, an actual brush? Either way, it doesn't matter. She's still using her digits to make it, like hands and fingers. It it, it still makes no sense to me that that someone's brain can get their arm and hand to create that. And it just looks so realistic. Like look
1: around the like the sides, like look at that shoulder pauldron around the corners of it, like the scuff
0: marks and right. it just and, even and, the, like, the way she shades stuff to, to give it the, yeah. the lighting and, and, and a three dimensional look to it. it's 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 nuts. Like this it's stuff,
1: fucking incredible.
0: The brain just starts going bop beep, bop, boop, bop. That's why you say stuff like real ass paint and we yeah. she arted the fuck out of it. So
1: Yeah, it's it's hard for our brains to to interpret something like this. I know that Rosa commented on the uh on the top five posts, I believe. Um, so Rosa, if you're listening to the podcast, let us, is this digital painting? Is this like actual you like, Oh, on she'll a listen. I know she
0: listened the first time we did it. Uh, we just got to get her to hopefully use the tag more because, because of IG we follow her, but I don't always see your stuff.
1: Yeah. I mean, she's got some fantastic star Wars art on here. She right. did one of, uh, of captain Rex. We have one. I mean, she's got a lot of different focuses as well. Ellie, you're moving the microphone, sweetie. Uh, hey, you can see, uh, you got a George Floyd painting on there. You got a and Anakin on there. You got Ang from, uh, <laughs> from uh, what you call it, Airbender. Uh, Avatar. The last Airbender on there. I'm distracted by my kitty. She's yeah. I think her this is the one we the we
0: initially shared of of Rosa, and that was her. Hey, Bad Batch, look at that. There we go. It was Bad Batch and Rex. So these boys mm-hmm. got their own show, and our boy in blue will probably be in it. But one thing we do know, Rosa paints. Can, paint. can paints
1: she can paint that is one hundred
0: percent true. Hey, so look, Klondike at, followed her. That a boy?
1: There you go, man. That a boy? At Rosa paints on Instagram, Texas,
0: USA. Hopefully, she's staying safe.
1: Yes, yeah, stay safe, stay safe. But I mean, fantastic artists, absolutely right. wonderful stuff that she yep. puts out. uh Give her a follow. Next up is another. Oh, look at it.
0: Nick. Nick had a little art feel. This, this I did. Huh? I'm like. Uh, there were a couple of reasons I picked
1: this piece by Baum, Baumart, B A U M M A R T, on Instagram, and it's one. It's Darth Malgus, and it's one of those. Fig- it's one of those those figures, one of those uh, focuses on the Star Wars, you know, in the Star Wars community that you don't see a lot because he is relegated to a couple of novels and the Star Wars: The Old Republic MMO that was popular, you know, years back, but it's kind of fallen off recently. But Darth Malgus is such a fucking cool looking character with that respirator mask, the way that his face is, is just, yeah, I really mean, I, he kind of looks like Bane
0: It does a little as bit. in Batman Bane.
1: Yeah. Yeah. Like Bane, Bane from fucking it's like Dark, like Dark Knight Rises. Bane
0: and Anakin Skywalker had a baby.
1: Yeah. A little bit. And yeah, for sure. That was Darth Malgus. Out. But, um, <laughs> this piece here, this is definitely, it, it looks like it's.
0: You know, potentially
1: like a sketch that
0: he went in and then yeah, and then colored painted. somehow. Yeah, I don't know. Does yeah. that make it an illustration? I have no idea. Our buddy didn't join today. We got Masso's in here. He's uh, the other artist that we've picked up on through Super Scoundrel. Masso and Scooper. Yeah, Masso were both and Super. Very they, close. they did another team up by the way that we featured throughout the week. And I know, it was I It was excellent. Those, those it was with. Were... Uh, with a patrol trooper take, so mm-hmm. make sure to check those dudes out. But Good stuff. Yeah, I mean, who knows what this art style is, but it really doesn't matter. It, it looks good. I mean, to me, it, it's like a comic book feel, and mm-hmm. illustration, like I said. I like the glow of the eyes. Yeah. The glow of the eyes, like the way that he's got the veins in the head going
1: back with right. the blue, like the, the scarring and burn marks around the eyes, just so well executed. I also like how he's got superimposed in the background the... um the sith empire logo from the uh from star wars the old republic video game um so really well done stuff here i mean like i love darth malgus as a character he was really cool to play you know not really with but you know against at some points and then have him you know interacting with you within that game so really cool traditional art piece here by Uh, bomb art b-a-u-m-m-a-r-t on instagram of darth malgus so well done sir next up sir or ma'am i don't know if you're male or female um (laughs) next up here we have at faceless trooper with a really good portrait shot of a scout trooper just a straight up scout trooper holding his rifle and then really like what what grabs this is like this looks like a real person like the way that he 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 captured it it just looks like a real human being oh
0: hold on we got we got an update from one of the artists here uh masso art said it's it's line art and cell shading is what we're looking at so okay i'm sure we'll forget so we'll just use terms like real ass paint and (laughs) arted but thank you for that thank you masso as you can tell we're dumb as shit we just know it looks awesome yeah yeah nick i don't i i i'm guessing this is the hot toys version which is going to add to that feeling that lifelike feeling but as i've said in the past especially when it comes to portrait stuff because that's kind of what i like to do it's easier uh but sometimes it's a little difficult because as you said and i've said in the past a lot of times to sell toy photography there's got to be emotion to the shot and obviously Mm -hmm. in a static portrait it's hard to elicit that motion but it can happen and it happens in in great portraits like this but faceless just always has this really nice crisp and clean work uh i, I like when he does i mean this isn't a full black and white i'd say it's definitely very muted uh but but he does a lot of those he, his work just always is crisp if mm-hmm. you will
1: yeah yeah it's a crispy shot for sure and it's just like the background, like the the smoke effects in the background where you go from like almost like a solid white gray background at the bottom to like this trailing smoke effect up top is really awesome. I mean, it almost looks like what would be on a propaganda poster for the Empire, like this kind of. Right, like I want to fight or pose. join the fight.
0: And, then, and yeah. then you have that guy back there for sure.
1: Exactly, exactly. So. I just thought it was really well executed. Very simple, probably. I mean, I don't know because I'm not a toy photographer, but I imagine it's a relatively simple
0: setup. But it just if you're normal, a it probably. Emotion. I mean, nothing's ever simple in this hobby to me uh, because I'm I'm a I'm a head case. <laughs> But I mean, typically a portrait, it's it's more a case of setting your figure, getting its pose set, and then for me, it's I get into a whole light dance. Yeah, where I'm not entirely sure what type of lighting I want to use, but I start with a, you know, Loom cube here, Loom cube there, maybe my Phillips hue there. I'll try changing hues. I'll try changing, you know, am I going to mute the colors a little bit, turn the lights down. So it's a dance, change the colors, look at the viewfinder, change the colors, look at the viewfinder. Okay, now I like what do we see. Let's get the atmosphere in there. bang bang, take a bunch of shots and then weed down just the one good one. So Uh, they're simple in terms of the setup the figure part now to me i think if you're if you're going to do a portrait you you better jazz up the the lighting in this case it's a nice stark contrast with the you know gray black and white look Uh, Mm -hmm. for me i've been getting more into vibrant lights lots of oranges and reds uh, those types of tones but none of this is simple my friend i I, I can promise you that I assume, I yeah. Mean, I just assume just ask, my, ask my table and ask Crate Luke that <laughs> I have still have not found his second face in the backyard. It's lost forever. Rest in peace, Crate Luke face.
1: Yeah, you're not going to get that one back. So at faceless underscore trooper on IG, excellent scout trooper shot here. Very well done. Uh, next up, <laughs> I think he's fun. in the chat. He was, I think he was in the chat. I know that you were trying to respond to him when the explosion on the audio side happened uh at beer man photography has a really <laughs> fun setup here you have uh not full beskar mando baby yoda heavy heavy mando cara dune some background figures here all in a bar Dude, the setting. guy in the
0: back ordering a beer i can tell you right now that's keanu reeves's character from cyberpunk from 2077. i have that yeah. figure i just obviously haven't taken a picture yet because i'm a dickhead but i was
1: looking around i, I had like, to get I I that figure
0: because it's fucking keanu and he just looks like a badass. His name's like Johnny Fives or something in the game, but. Really? Uh, other characters we have in there, it looks like he's got Wolf and another clone sitting in a, be- a bench in back, the back there. Yeah, the background. But, right yeah, enough. this is just one of those shots. It's like, To me, it's a scene shot. Uh, it, the, the care went into choosing the props, lining up the little cans, the pool table. I'm yeah, assuming know, all that's practical. Uh, just the little details right. in here. Great, man having
1: having baby yoda standing on the pool table as they're all playing too is just so perfect because i could see him just like using the force to move the balls and they're like god damn it baby
0: yeah it's yeah i mean just you got a little you got a little pbr can up there yeah Uh, i don't know if there's just some schlitz i was gonna say is that a schlitz can i can't tell though Uh, but uh, it's just I, I love I love shots like this, scene shots, are diorama shots. where you just all the little nuances to look at. I mean, you could just scroll through this shot in your feed and be like, "Oh, that's cool. I'll like it." But this is one of those shots, and I'm glad you you, you picked it here. If you really just stare at it and break it down, all the little uh, little pose tricks here. I mean, even making the heavy look like he's lining up a shot. That that's not easy. I mean, to remember these. Yes, these things their elbows bend and shit, but not much, and their hands yeah, don't yeah. bend much at all. Uh, so just making them look natural in this situation is is a trick in and of itself. But yeah, uh, this it's just lined up, it's framed well. It, it's just it's a fun shot. I mean, great use of props Dude, this, here. This dio is pretty awesome too. I don't know if this is a dial. I, I bet it's cardboard. Sort of like like I have one of these too. I mean, it's either an extreme set or a ready set. And Nick, what these people do, they actually just print on cardboard and okay. you get these walls that you can set up where if it, if they're far enough in the background, you don't fucking know that it's just a piece no, of yeah. paper. So, I mean, it, it, it looks great here. Uh, I do recommend using them if you don't want to spend all the money on on space walls or, or building out dioramas like uh, our buddy Jason B. Michael does these days or plastic action. Uh, I mean, those guys, the, the shit they invest in, the props they print out, that's like, okay, that, that's way too much effort for me so uh i'm all about these little cardboard things
1: yeah it looks i mean it's just a well executed well set up shot lots of little details in there at Beerman photography yeah. on ig and, and as you said he follow.
0: is in the chat and has confirmed it's all practical it is extreme sets that is the background there so
1: nice nice so well done sir well earned top five there and our final oh, one i believe got a pro I believe he's still in the chat here, here too. This is Trevor at one six there underscore shooter on the IG with an absolutely crispy, fantastic Krennic shot. But what really makes it, I mean, like I almost think this is a scene recreation from, from rogue when they're looking out of the view, oh, yeah. like the view window at the death star um, during that initial test on Jeddah, Cause you can see Graham off Tarkin in the background. You got a death trooper in the background and unnamed, Imperial officer number one behind Grandma That's Tarkin.
0: That's my, my question here is if 1-6 if is still in the chat, what fucking figure is that lieutenant or something behind Tarkin? Yeah. Like, do you own a 1-6 scale just random imperial officer custom captain nita i don't know or is it just you know something you you've cooked up so trevor's still listening and let us know but in terms of the shot yeah it's fantastic i mean yeah dude, this I is mean, why he calls himself the one six shooter it's why he's been featured on star wars on cnn other sites it's i mean this guy the last time they did the star wars fan awards he won two and he won i think best overall I mean, it, you can see why, too, because when Trevor takes a
1: shot, you can't tell that it's a toy. Like you look at these and you're like, holy shit, that's Ben Mendelssohn right there. Yeah. And that's I, I that's, mean, that you, know. you
0: get that bump from the one six scale. I mean, there's, there's no doubt these are always going to look more detailed than the one twelve. But if you look at Trevor's setups i mean mm-hmm. dude has a a legit studio it's a dark room he's got the ceiling lights the side lights the back lights the table lights he tiktoks the fuck out of it now uh well, tiktok's about to get banned trevor so <laughs> that, that's what i see here because <laughs> right. a bunch of what is it the bunch of politicians don't like that it's from china
1: oh no tiktok is legitimately spyware, i said right? something yeah, about yeah, this I, I like, it, it, it is everything. legitimately chinese spyware and i'm not saying that because I hate TikTok. Like I downloaded it. I do social media advertising, so I was learning TikTok anyway for advertising purposes. Well, I I it's I've legit, read spyware. I read what it
0: was doing. It it, it could yeah. essentially access your your copy drawer. So when you're on on a device and you do a copy and paste, it saves it into a a file, if you will. Like,
1: yeah. Like in it, cache,
0: and and that app could actually access that shit.
1: Yeah, and it was also. Doing it not only for you but your contacts. Like <laughs> somehow it could access your contacts. Yeah, uh, dude, that's fucked up. So,
0: so uh, um, Trevor did reply. That is a custom one sixer back there, and he, nice. he's using a a Tarkin body. So, uh, I don't know if he bought multiple Tarkins and, and and just did what he did with his little Barbies and sewed them up. But, uh, like I said, he 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 is definitely one of the top guys out there featured all around not just on the star wars time show i mean i know this is his most prestigious yeah honor and credit he's gotten for his work but he's been out there on some pretty big mainstream type of stuff for his toy photography and i actually think he does you know he gets he gets paid for this at times so that's that's why i call him the the professional
1: dude i just clicked on the trevor's page this nosferatu shot that he has up the one that he has most that looks insanely good wow
0: i'm yeah Yeah, i i ordered that figure too i've fallen into the mezco trap nick which probably makes no sense to you but will to our toy collectors it's just like these days anything mezco puts out in their 112 collective line is pretty much a guaranteed buy but then you have to go suffer through their shitty checkout process where (laughs) you never know if you're going to get it uh, you never know if your payment's going to go through, even though it's legit payment. But I, I ordered Nosferatu too. I, I don't, I'm not a huge monster movie guy, but the Mezco 112 collective line is just unbelievable. It, it's a fucking crime that they don't put out Star Wars figures. Hopefully. Uh, because it's all all soft goods, so many accessories. Yeah, you're going to pay over a hundred bucks, but man, they just, they, they pose great. They look great. Uh, they're just, they're they are little pieces of art, so...
1: Maybe in the future, but I don't think so. I don't think you'll be getting 112th Mezco Star Wars as long as Hasbro has that license. Well, yeah,
0: it's, it's like we said, man, that's the hyper real is kind of their response to Mezco. And so far, it's like, yeah, I mean, yeah, hyper real Vader, excellent. Hyper, hyper real, real Luke. Luke, you know, he does take some good shots. I've been releasing some shots of hyper real Luke, but that, that all rubber setup is just dumb Weird as shit. Choice. It is just stupid. It, it it's like sticky rubber, too. And I'm not doing weird shit with my Luke, all right? Like I'm not <laughs> I'm not playing with him during mat time. It's just like it's like sticky rubber. It just it never goes away.
1: That is very odd uh, choice for the material. But uh that brings us to
0: the end of our top uh, 5. Now now, now five. Trevor wants wants a hat for being a professional toy photographer. So Oh my all right, we we'll, we'll make sure to get that bundled up. I'll send it out in six to 12 months.
1: <laughs> <laughs> there we go, yeah. Just remind us on July
0: 15th of 2020. Oh, no, now they're starting hashtags for it. Free hat for one six. Oh, jeez. Oh, my God. Our Here fans love us. See, those of you in the audio-only version, the fun you were missing. You know what's fucked up, Trevor? <laughs> you were at... You saw Matt at
1: Celebration last year, and that's where we had the goddamn oh, yeah. hats.
0: Oops. <laughs> Guess I should have been... Uh, he we ran into him though the night that I just got dumb. You got
1: obliterated. Yeah, like, I got that, I I
0: you guys fucking IPA poisoned me. That was that was your wife. <laughs> that wasn't me. Holy but shit. But that was also the
1: night if you scroll back in our Instagram feed where we went to a burlesque show and they pulled me on stage and then had me dancing up there like a fool. So uh, oh, yeah, yeah. So. You were up there
0: in your little kimono. Yeah, that, that was a yeah. crazy night. It, I just yeah. remember having to wake up for the Mandalorian panel the next Ooh, day and uh, yeah. still being fucking drunk and hung over.
1: Yeah, I was downstairs waiting for oh, me. I, was, I, did, like, I had up. to
0: throw up as many times as I could throw up <laughs> in private before going to meet up with these guys. But that that cabbie ride over the taxi ride, fuck. That was tough. That, that was tough snow it it was it was like the
1: snow was fucking harsh just dumb shit
0: like at 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 39 years old i (laughs) should i should have known better i mean you got to answer the bell which i did but man did i pay for it the next day
1: yeah that was rough so but anyway at one six shooter that's the end of the top five at one six underscore shooter that's the end of the top five the nick top five but now we're
0: into the matt top one of the week so matt all, all right, here we go, winners. ladies and gentlemen. It is time for the top 1, meaning it is the best. No, not really. It's just <laughs> I get to, I get to play too. I mean, I get to play all the time, but I'm I'm the one doing the features. I never really get to pick the finalists outside of two times a month, and that is one of those times today. And I chose this rec- recent shot from The Imperial Grunt. And it's a shot of, it looks like it's the new Hoth Luke chilling in the new uh, 112 scale snowspeeder. And I just, I I love how he framed this shot. I love how we're getting that reflection off of Luke's visor. Uh, It's just a, again, I hate using the word simple, Uh, It's not simple. I I get it. It's not a simple looking shot, but it's one of those shots that you can appreciate without having a bunch of effects in it, a bunch of crazy lighting tricks, or really even a bunch of uh, lighting whatsoever. I mean, this is just a nice looking uh, shot of Luke doing what he does best. And that's flying machinery for the rebellion and blowing shit up, or at least getting blowed up and then cutting open stuff with his lightsaber to blow it up. So, I don't know, man. It's just, it's the angle of the shot. It's almost yeah. like faceless troopers, where it makes it feel like this is Mark Hamill in a cockpit.
1: Yeah, it does look like it has that feel of like it's almost like there, like somebody was sitting like above the cockpit.
0: There you when go. It there you go. It's I've been wanting to say it. it's like a, it's as if he had a wartime photographer. Yeah. stuck mm-hmm. to the outside of his snowspeeder to capture his heroics during the battle of Hoth.
1: Exactly. That's exact. And like, like you mentioned too, like the glare coming off of the visor and just that light source coming in from the right hand side of the photo. Like it really makes it pop because it like, it makes you feel like without having motion in it, it makes you feel like he's like turning into the light source in a way. Like the, the, I've the got my, my is Luke
0: currently is <laughs> he's something funny. What? again i, I haven't what? even tried setting up pictures or anything with my snowspeeder and luke and dak yet but because i'm almost 40 and still love toys this is i, I literally have my snowspeeder sitting right with me fully decked out with luke in it as if he's gonna go do something dax back here and shit it's like yeah let's play with toys yay see it never gets old it's okay it's okay friends you can be almost 40 or older than 40 in your 50s and still have fun with this shit. I literally this weekend was flying this around chasing my daughter, <laughs> having the best of time. But uh, see, dude. The reason I wanted to pull this up is look how small this actually is. Okay. And look at the the zoom he got in his shot to make this little tiny luke in a cockpit. Look like a life size human, so yeah,
1: dude, that is impressive. Like I'm, I, I pulled up the the stream so I could see. We have a delay on it, but I'm looking at the specific part of it. But man, like what Imperial Grunt did there is, it is. It's incredible to 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 be able to pull that image what that that we are talking about now out of that
0: little bitty. Like tiny ass window is yeah. Impressive. I mean he, he makes it look life size and that that sometimes is, is tricky because a lot of these figures you get too close you start seeing a lot of the imperfections. I mean this Luke is a twenty dollar figure. It, it, this is not going to be a 150 two hundred dollar high end Star Wars figure. So even his
1: lips look. That's, <laughs> it, it, that
0: also just speaks to what Hasbro's been doing with that uh, their their photo face shit or whatever they call it. Photo real digi apple blah 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 they've really improved upon these these faces to allow people like imperial grunt to portray these little tiny pieces of plastic as if they are living breathing pieces of life-size flesh so job well done at the underscore imperial underscore grunt i know he used to do a lot of comics with with the toys i haven't seen those as much as we used to uh, but uh, definitely a good account to follow get get some a lot of his shots look lifelike
1: I'm yeah not sure yeah, what, what I mean, his technique is feed. but they
0: they just they always look real real mm. wartime shots is kind of what uh this account excels at here
1: oh yeah dude like one i'm scrolling down one from april 20th is like it's it's a shot of pilot luke standing in front of his x-wing and it does like it looks like a shot that a wartime photographer would take before like you take off to battle i mean it's pretty fucking cool so well worth the top one of the week imperial grunt absolutely and i do try like
0: on the top one i'm not gonna lie i'm not gonna say i play favorites but i I try to get people in we haven't talked about in a long time
1: Mm -hmm. uh and,
0: and i don't blame nick it's hard like when you when you just say hey look at 70 plus shots and pick five that are awesome they're all they all look fucking awesome anyways that's why they're getting featured But trying to limit them gets tough because, I mean, there were so many shots I wanted to pick for my top one. Cryo's creation with that the the Vader head holding little Luke in his hand. I mean, come on. That is a super creative shot. But we, we talk about Cryo a lot, so I wanted to shed a little more light on... Someone we haven't come around to. So that's kind of how I'm approaching the top one. I'm looking for either people that I am a huge fan of in Haywood pop life who hasn't gotten a turn, a new account or someone that just hasn't been discussed in a while. Uh, clearly, the shot's already going to be excellent. It just that that's kind of my my mantra for the top one, if you will.
1: Yes. So that's the top one. That's the top five. All right. and that is the end of the show.
0: We did it, and and I only dropped out for like 10 minutes because of my mic in this show, so as usual, I like giving myself a bunch of overhead to mix the audio-only version tomorrow, so I'm looking forward to that. i got to figure out where the fuck-up's at, where my audio went, and how to splice it all back together, but it was a good time. I'm glad Nick was back. It's always fun when the co-pilot is in the other chair of the Star Wars Time Show Falcon, so... Uh, It's been real, people, but it's that time. Let's go. Start to shimmy. Start to shake. Start to shimmy. Start to shake. It's time for the Star Wars Time Show Dance. So get your happy asses over to StarWarsTime.net. This week, we actually had some new content out there for you, This stuff we talk about. Hey, there's an ad for eBay, Lego Star Wars. Click on it. Give your friends a penny. But the real reason you're coming to StarWarsTime.net is to subscribe to the podcast if you're not already subbed up. Those of you that listen on the reg, you better be subbed up. And wherever you're subbed up, you have better have left a rating in review. And guess what? Just because you're a sub on Spotify doesn't mean you can't be a sub on Pandora, iTunes, Google, Android. Do it everywhere. Why not? You never know if you'll be left without an app. You need yourself the Star Wars Time Show. So get subbed. And in all seriousness, please, the ratings and reviews are better than money to me. That's what we need. That's what drives this show and search engines, this, that, and the other thing. I can tell you July is looking like shit. There's a lot of factors there. I mean, it's the summer. People forgot that there's a pandemic. There's a deadly virus. So I think less people are tuned in. But I also think Nick and I are just really bad at capturing new people and having them stay around. So that's why we need you. As I've said, it's not up to us to grow this show at this point. Our content is what it is. It kind of sucks for most people. We need you to trick those people into becoming super fans like the one six shooters, the Tones, the Spencer Barons, the Twinkle Titties, right? The Bossajans, the Nikos. We love you all, but we need more. It will never be enough for this Star Wars Time Show host. So please help us out. Rangs review, spread the word. If you're on YouTube, always like and always comment and sub up with notifications. And why you may ask, well, there's always time for Star Wars Time. So that is a dumb question. There are dumb questions in Star Wars Time land. So don't ask them. But as I always leave you, if you do listen to the Star Wars Time Show, the Force will indeed be with you. Always.